Which is so annoying because then it's like I put in all this fucking work and I don't get nope, any that's messages. Why I just, that's, that's why I do too. That's why I'm like, what the fuck? I just play the odds like the dudes and I was like, oh. And then you just go through later. Like, oh, I can't play. Mm-mm. No, I did that one time. I was in Philly for Christmas and I I matched with this guy. Uh, what was he? Was like a YouTube singing guy. Sensation. Dave Days. Do you know that name? But he sounds like he should be a porn star. Maybe. Damn days. <laughs> anyway, we I found I saw him on Instagram or on Tinder, and I accidentally swiped left. So I deleted my oh, account, yeah. started a new one, and swiped right until, until found I found him. him. And I did, and he didn't match with me. What if you were swiping so fast that you swiped past him? Oh, you were swiping oh, you right, did. you mean? I was swiping right on everybody this must have been until a long I saw time him. Because you only get 100 swipes now. You do? Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah. so annoying. Because I'm like, oh, damn, how did I go through? Oh. But, I, but yeah, because I was swiping right on all these people. I got all these fucking matches, and I was just like, oh, no. I hate no. when you can't undo it. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking pay you to undo the shit. Like, when you, <laughs> someone goes by, and you're like, no. I was going too oh, fast. Oh, I know, right? Mm-hmm. You see someone, you're like, oh, she looked cute. And then you're like, fuck. And then yeah. you're like, oh, what if that was the one? But then you immediately forget who, Everything about that person. Or, like, some chick that you were, like, kind of iffy about, and you were, like, well, for you, it'd be a guy. But, like, no, sometimes... Like I date them both. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> sometimes I would, like, see a chick, and I'd be, like, oh, she was kind of cute, but I swiped left, because I didn't want to waste a right. <laughs> and you're, like, damn. But I'm, like, back. what if she was, like, the coolest chick, though? <laughs> you know what? If it's meant to be, you'll meet somewhere else. Yeah. That's true. Or but, have you ever, like, seen, seen someone on Tinder and, you, and like, run into them in person? That <gasps> happened to me. I matched with someone, and I was at Grand Central Market, and I looked over, and I was like, hold on a second. I pulled out my Tinder, and I'm like, that's looking so at weird. him. I'm looking at, like, my friends with me, and I was like, is this that guy? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How weird is that? Turned out, it was no chemistry at all. Oh. Kind of did you did. go up and talk to him? Yeah, I sure did. I was like, hey, because we, we matched. It mm-hmm. wasn't like it was like some random person. It was like we had matched at least. So, oh, let's get this <laughs> over. It was kind of nice. It was like, okay, cool. Bye. Like, and, There was nothing there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's unfortunate. The odds of Tinder. Anyway, welcome to the Have a Seat podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I realize that we don't, like, say... No, we just go right into it. Yeah. It's funny because all the feedback I get is always like, you guys just kind of just start, right? And I'm like, <laughs> you can pick it up. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we just start. But, like, I, I want to say welcome to the Have a Seat podcast hosted by Betsy Hayes and... Anthony Pacheco. And today's guest is Janae McDonald. Hello. Hello, Hallie. Hi. Now it's official. Now we can go back to the conversation about Tinder. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, yeah, uh, if that's... A little closer to your mouth. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never radioed before, guys, so... Is this we your first uh, podcast? Oh, yes, This is your is. first time? It is. Welcome. You're popping my cherry. I'm happy to. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been? I feel like I haven't seen you since my birthday. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Was it? I think Um... I don't know. Oh, freeze moment. <laughs> um, I've just been uh, working, working on some TV shows. and. Uh, oh, how was your, you had a meeting recently with the agency? Oh, yes. I just got signed to a theatrical agent. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. LA. You just Oops. told me that you 
Yeah, you can't cuss here. I just realized that. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I was like, I just said a bad word. Like, it's okay. Yeah, our listeners are 13 year old girls, so if you could just shut the fuck Probably. up. Probably. I mean, if, look at you guys. If I was a 13 year old, so I'd be like, look at these little cuties. Oh, <laugh> I hope 13 year old girls want to listen to me. Maybe, but probably not. <laughs> I think we gotta get uh, YouTube famous first. <laughs> well, Chesley likes me, and that's all I care about. Did you? Who? My cousin's girlfriend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. Did you guys see those YouTube stars, uh, Logan Paul and Jake Paul? They got in, like a boxing match yesterday. I saw the advertisement for yeah. Logan's, and mm-hmm. then they tied. Is the result? I I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. I, know, I saw a post about... All I know is that that fight got more views than most UFC fights. Oh, I'm sure it did. And that's... Is that surprising? Not surprising at all, but it's super annoying. Yeah, for I sure it's annoying. It's, it's just a publicity stunt. It's the... They it, sold out like Manchester matter. Arena, though. Yeah, who cares? People who don't even box. Yeah. Because it's just... That's crazy. People wait, that people they, wait, know hold on, doing hold on, things. Hold on. It's actual YouTube stars like that had a real... They, like, Remember the guy that got... Um, Oh my god, this is real life. <clears throat> he got in trouble for filming a dead body. Oh, that fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Logan his name's Logan Paul. Oh. Yeah. And he um he's him. a really annoying YouTube star. Yeah. And he got into a bo- he was like a part of a giant boxing match. Who did he Saturday. box? He didn't box his brother. He, no, he boxed another he YouTube star. No, they tied. How so do you tie and they only went six rounds. Don't know how that happens. All but, I saw were memes afterwards that were like, what's the most expensive tie or something? And it was like that because they both earned so much money and like nobody lost. Millions. Dumb. Like they made millions <sighs> off this thing. I just, I would love to see that kid get his ass beat. <laughs> but it wasn't even like he fought a professional boxer. He just fought another YouTube star. <laughs> Which is kind of hilarious. It was just so, it was so It's like that, you remember that show with the cartoons? Dude, the clay, yes, the that's, clay a, that's what I thought of. Yeah. Wait, that, um, uh, what was Celebrity. That celebrity Deathmatch. Deathmatch, mm-hmm. yes. That that's fucking, the they should bring that back. They should. I was but watching, I'm surprised they have person. I was watching the Chappelle show yesterday, which I've never really watched. Sorry. Okay, um, but on. my housemate, Lewis, has the second season on DVD, so we were watching it, and the commercials before the TV show were, like, of that puppet show with the crank rankers. Oh, crank rankers. Yes. Crank I rankers. used to love that show. That show's hilarious. I was just like, because I was so... I didn't watch Comedy Central. I, I've never really watched Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And all the way up into college, all I would watch was Disney and Nickelodeon. So my comedy comes from a very childlike place. Like SpongeBob? Like SpongeBob. I fucking love SpongeBob. Right? Who but doesn't? The, I know. But it's funny, me and Lewis talk, and our comedy, like, grazes each other. But, like, he has, like, a darker sense of humor, and mine's like, oh, my God, I'm a child. <laughs> How much older than, than you is he? He's younger than me. That's interesting. What the fuck? Really? Yeah. Have well, you met Lewis? I have met Lewis. Wait, there's cool. two Lewises. Oh. There is. There's two Lewises. Wait, which there's one two are you Matts. There's like two of everybody. Uh, there's, do you know another Anthony? Uh, no, cool. not right now. Sick. When you find another one, you're Kill gonna start him. calling me Tony. I know two Anthony. You want to be and called them Tony? <laughs> no, I don't. All right, Tony and Cliff. People, Tony, Tony, oh, Tony. No, no, no. People at my work call me Tony. Really? Mm-hmm. Does that seem it. more fitting to you? Tony than Anthony. Yeah. Which one? I like Anthony. But I like Anthony I like, Tony, too. I like Anthony, but this is the thing. I know some Anthonys, and they're both douchebags. No way. So I'm. So my given Anthony's yeah. a bad name. What the fuck, yeah, bro? Yeah, damn. So Usually I'm, I'm prone cool. to the to- Tony's kind of hip though. Okay, cool. Yeah. Tony I'll with an it. I. I was gonna say yeah. I think. Well, is that <laughs> that's a lady Tony? Yeah, it is. <laughs> you can be a lady Tony. 
Sure can't. <laughs> Tony with an I. I and cannot you gotta be t- a lady You have to go to Starbucks and you gotta be like, it's Tony with an I. I do go to Starbucks, but no. I bet they don't fuck up your name. Mm, Anthony? Probably. They fuck up they yours. fuck up your name? All the time. I don't know how. Just even when Mac. I fucking spell, I just say Jane. Mm. I just stop saying Janae. It's not called, even if I spell it, it comes out all sorts of crazy. I'm how like, do you spell it? J-A-N-A-E. Like how? Janae. Janae. <laughs> or like okay, I, used Forrest, I used to get this regular that would come into my bar all the time and he would call he would love Forrest Gump he'd be like Jenny oh, Jenny and you're like please get the fuck out I'm like well if you're gonna tip me I guess you can call me whatever you want <laughs> yeah my, li- my little cousin's name is Forrest really yeah Ooh, uh, I kind of I kind of dig it it's gonna have a rough <laughs> I have rough high school time is. if that movie's still relevant at all in like I'm sure it is. Years. I mean, oh, it's, I think it's, it's a classic. I think forever. Well, I don't know. These kids are kind of dumb these days. I don't know if they. Maybe <laughs> I feel they like YouTube's going to take over in ten years, and no it, one's going to watch anything else. I hope not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They do. They I do keep expanding, too, but, but look at Netflix. It's scary. It used to be a, a a thing that came in your mail, and now they have like. A, I saw a post that said like three million people still get DVDs delivered to their house from Netflix. No. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. They must live in like Kentucky. They all live in Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky all three million of them. Uh, so let's talk about you. How how's that sound? Sure. Do you want to talk <laughs> about your um, your brand? Yeah. For so sure. Janae has a. Well, why don't you like describe what it um, is? So I have a company. It's called Mary Jane Doe, and I make CBD and essential oil infused products. And I also have a rockin' t-shirt line, which you just designed a t-shirt for. And I I'm did. stoked. The feedback on it has been amazing. So I'm excited to release it. Yay. So, uh, yeah. So I make topicals and um, started out as Christmas presents and just making products for myself. And then the family was like, why don't you sell this to people? How did like, you make the, like, how, was, how did that first start? Um, I have really sensitive skin and I'm allergic to everything. So <laughs> I just started doing like really basic stuff and I'm really into herbology and botany and stuff and mm. the science of plants and what they can do for us. So I just really started combining that for my own stuff. Lots of experimenting. And then once I decided to f- build a company, I spent an entire year like product testing and just giving away shit, basically. Damn. And doing a lot of research and all that fun stuff. What were you doing to... Um, were you working part-time like while you were doing the research? Well, yeah. So I, I bartend and do the acting thing, and I'm lucky enough to have a partner that does pretty well, so... Um, we were able to, a lot, you know, starting a company is expensive because everything is out of pocket unless you have an investor initially. But, uh, you know, you get to write some stuff off at the end of the year. So, whew, at least for now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I just sometimes it was like, you know, I'd have to drive extra Uber hours or do whatever to be able to pay for all the stuff to do it. But so far it's been worth it and growing and branding. And Do you have a storefront or do you have a website? I have a website and I've got a, I've got a little Instagram page. I mostly do uh, like farmer's markets and flea markets, like most mm. trading posts. Um, that's one of my favorites. Sometimes I do the Las Feliz, uh, like flea market, Silver Lake mm. flea market. You done the Rose Bowl or is that just close? No, I want to do the Rose Bowl, but, uh, it's a little intimidating. It's like a, it's a big deal. There's really? a lot of tents. So you have to load in at like three o'clock in the morning. So Jeez. I feel like I need to be like prepared. I love doing the markets though. It's so much fun. It's and the days go by quick because it's like constantly different people. And mm. if you need a flunky, um, I'll volunteer. Always. Well, you're gonna have to come sell your t-shirts and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, she Nicole's. just showed me the one you made. Oh, yeah? Cool. You like dope. it? Yeah. Wait, which one? The, both of them? The Sensitive and Savage one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a, I want to do both of them. Yeah. Because we were talking about how men, he was like, a lot of men like black or white t-shirts. They're not like inclined Mainly to black. I Mainly black t-shirts. I'm that way too. This is... This is where to wear white for me. I'm not responsible enough for white things. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, me neither. <laughs> if it's white, it's going to get like a stain on it. I have to be like, don't, don't touch it. Or, that name. does have something on it. I know. <laughs> good thing, it's a good thing I own this, you know, so I can like just re- buy myself a new one, I guess. Yeah. We're wearing like the same uh, design. We are. We're totally twinning today. And it was not planned. No. That's why it's ironic. Well, I was trying to plan out my outfit and I was like, oh, why don't I just wear Janae's shirt? Like, that'd be perfect. I didn't think you would also wear your shirt. Right? The universe. <laughs> I literally, that's because I was just like getting dressed half asleep today and I just picked it out. But the universe said, twins. I love this logo. Isn't it dope? It's, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's a sick ass look. Well, no, I like it a lot. Thank yeah. you. <clears throat> Do all of them it. have the um, deer on it? Is that is that a deer? That's kind of yeah. Logo? It's a deer. So okay. my main logo is a deer. Um, Mary Jane Doe is kind of a so it's kind of a play on a obviously pot is Mary Jane. Um, I also have a grandma named Mary Jane, so it's also an ode to my grandma. And then the doe part, I obviously just played on that to get deer. So a lot it of works. my yeah, a lot of my t-shirts are kind of like. There's, like, hints of deer where there's, like, even the one that Betsy did, there's, like, antlers, antlers. in it and mm-hmm. kind of s- stick with it. So There's antlers and pot leaves. And pot leaves. <laughs> what more could you want? Animals and pot. Yeah. It's like my, um, uh, what's Harry Potter's, uh, the oh, Patronus. Oh, Patronus. My Patronus. Is it, is so, it is so dumb. A dough smoking a joint. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You said you just got signed to like some agency for yeah. theater. Yeah, for, well, theatrical agency. Basically, oh, okay. the theatrical agent is the one that's in char- that helps you get TV, film, auditions. I do a lot of commercials. Oh. Um, I, I do. I recently started getting to voiceover, so that's been really amazing. Um, How did? Didn't you have an audition not that long ago? Uh, we were talking about doing a character voice oh, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually I've had two. I had another. I had another. But I won't say what it, I can't say what it is, but God damn it, dude! <laughs> hey, at least it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my laptop. It's yes. I silence my cell phone. Here, I'll just turn it off. And then his laptop starts ringing. <laughs> and then, can you? It's like that like creepy movie where you, the phone won't stop ringing and everything is ringing and you don't know where it's coming from. The ring. Is that really a thing? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> oh, the movie, the ring. Oh, the ring. The one with the girl that comes out of the TV. Yeah, never mind. It was, it. Bad, Apparently, it was a bad Apparently, no, I got pun. it. It just took me a second. That I got was a it. terrible pun. Well, I got it. I got it. it that would be, I think that's actually really, thinker. that's actually a really good movie. Like, that's like a real fear of mine. Like, you know, like how you have like nightmares and like the phone won't stop ringing and you're just looking for, and you can't find it. Have mm-hmm. you had that dream? Definitely no. Just me? not. Oh, man. You must have some important calls coming in. Da- well, that's, it like, must be, this ha- welcome to my psyche. I'm, I'm always on the damn phone. Yeah. Oh, that's Work. unfortunate. It, it is, but I feel like it's also, if you want to, like, work for yourself and do a bunch of different things, you kind of have to be because yeah. your whole job, I mean, I'm not a technology person, so I mm-hmm. don't really use my laptop at all. Mm-hmm. I just, like, watch TV on it, mm-hmm. and then my phone does everything else. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. So you said you do, like, acting and stuff? Yeah. Have you ever yeah. tried improv or any of that stuff like everyone else does? I have done improv, and I actually want to take some more improv classes I improv used to really scare me. I think to do, I really want to try stand up. That's some, that's actually Ooh, more join so the club. But I think stand up comedians, that's so much gut because as an actor, I get to get on stage and, or on TV and I get to be somebody else. But when you're 
on stage as a comedian, that's your whole life. You're that's so much vulnerability, like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that that takes so much, so much more strength than just like acting. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a different kind of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and then more what, raw. You just have to. Yeah, and it's like, well, if you're not funny. Well, I think I'm, you know, this is the thing. I'm the type of person that I just laugh at my, I like, I just laugh at my own stuff, even if other people don't think I'm funny. So I'll probably be the one weirdo that'd be on stage, like, everybody's just staring just and you're just like, <laughs> well, I think I'm funny. So I don't know. There's some interesting brands. That's what's cool about comedy is there's so many different types. There's no one way to do comedy. And it's all from who, what your perspective is, what you think is funny will translate to may, at, like, at least one person. As long as yeah. it transfers to one person, then. Who you can't say you're not funny. Mm-hmm. That's true, right? That is true. But have you ever been to like whether it's a comedy show or a movie or just you watch something, you like watch something happen and you feel awkward for the person and you're just like oh no yeah like, all the time. And I feel go like that probably yeah go to oh, an open mic. No, see, and I hate that because it's like hey, I I want to like I'm like you got this. And then you're also like oh baby. Well, that the other night, so I've officially <laughs> we missed last week. Thank you for um, not. Nobody said anything. Cool. Um, <laughs> we missed last week. Uh, but since the last time we podcast, I've done stand-up twice now. Really? Yeah. Well, how did it go? Fine. Well, no. How did it go? It went fine. <laughs> I mean, laugh? the first time I had, like, jokes written out, um, it was at this really small, um, yeah, it was like go? a bookstore in Highland Park. There was there was a decent amount of people, and a lot of people, like, hung around, so it was a pretty good energy. Oh, cool. Um Everybody was pretty good. Nobody, like, freaked out. I was just uh, like, hey, this is my first time doing comedy. Like, listen to what I have to say. And then I actually sang the bega- the opening to Aladdin, yes. that Arabian Night song. That's one of my jokes. <laughs> I sang it at everybody, and they were like, that was bold for your first time. I was like, I don't fucking care. Balls to the wall, Betsy. And then the second time was at... Um, the Flappers. Have you been to Flappers? Mm-hmm. Is, a really is that cool the one bar. in Bur- Is that in Burbank? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That's Next a really cool place. I have been there before. Um, <coughs> there was one guy who was, it was his first time, and he started his first joke, forgot it, went to look at his phone, got so nervous, was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And we were all like, no, 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 it's okay. Like, keep going. It's fine. And then he's just like, I'm going to end my misery now, and just like walked off the stage. Oh, no. I was like, oh, you poor fella. You know what's, uh, you know what's really annoying about stand-up is that, like, for me at least, like, it's always opposite for people, right? Hmm. So, like, a lot of people may have funny jokes or they have, like, something that they think is, like, creatively written, but they can't get on stage. Mm. They, they have, like, this fear of talking into a mic. Yeah. I don't, but what I write is, is usually... It's, I'm not saying it's not funny, but it's only, like, funny really to me, mm. and it's usually something that's really fucked up, which a lot of people don't think are funny nowadays. Yeah. So it's just, like, this opposite shit. Mm. And it's very annoying. So you just got to be a better joke writer. I just got to be a better joke writer. And then all the pieces will fall into place. Well, I don't know. This other guy that went up. Oh, my God. I was so... I was dying. He didn't say one joke. He got up on stage. (laughs) And he just... He did something where he was like... Oh, like... He was just trying to get us to applaud. Mm -hmm. Him standing in. He was like, oh, you can do better than that. And so we were like... And then he just like stood there and stared at us and was like... (laughs) <laughs> and then he would like say a little something but it wasn't a joke and he would just like he did this weird thing the way he touched the microphone was all really precise and like you thought he was gonna like freak out but he was in control the whole time he was just like playing the silence of the room oh, that's cool. and I was 
I was how I was crying. I was laughing so hard. And I was like, "That's brilliant comedy." He didn't say one joke, and I was dying. That's amazing, right? Maybe he's working was on a character. Else dying? Yeah, Lewis was with me, and he was cracking up too. Was that the night that you guys got into a fight? No, we haven't gotten into a fight. No, not you and Lewis, but someone you were with got into a fight. No, no, no. We <laughs> actually the first time we tried to go do stand up. Our friend Che, who was like really fucked up, he was like, oh, I could do God. it. Let's just go up and fuck around. And I was like, okay, don't That's like be disrespectful, but I'd like to see you go up and get booed off stage. That'd be really funny. <laughs> um, we went to the Ha Ha Cafe, which is in the valley. Mm-hmm. And that place is a weird vibe. I was I not a fan of that. They moved, mm-hmm. they didn't, they recently moved though. I don't they know. were off of, they were in North Hollywood off of Lancashire. Uh huh. Where are they now? I because I one time I drove I, like past there and it was closed. Mm-hmm. And they said they're moving. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't remember exactly where it was. I just looked on Google or whatever. Is that, oh really? Oh, okay, that would make sense. Yeah. Well, we went and he, <laughs> our two friends are twenty, so they couldn't get in the bar. Oh. So they were just chilling outside. We were gonna go in, but we missed the mic because I got the time wrong. So we were like, whatever. We're just gonna drink beers. And then the bartender is being a dick to us already. We walk oh, in. And I was gross. like, hey, where, where's open mic? He's like, it was an hour ago. I was like, oh, man, like, wh- what do you have other times? Like, is there something else? And he was like, I don't know. I was like, okay, rude. Uh, and then. Thanks for the help, bud. Yeah. And then he walks around and he, something happened outside and he goes, you know that guy you tried to walk in here? He, first of all, my friend Che walked in without a shirt on. And I was like, dude, you can't do, you can't walk into public no with shirt, no shirt. No shoes, no service. Yeah. And he was just going to like say, fuck you, I'm going to do comedy. And I was like, oh, God, I hate this already. And, uh. They got into a fight outside, and the guy was like, you got to go take care of your friend. And we, I was like, honestly, if you call the police, like, that would help us a lot. So why don't you just do that? I don't want to just... And then I had to, like, drag his ass into the car. It was horrible. That was the first night I tried to do stand-up. Do you understand now why I say stand-ups for yourself and only yourself? No, I still don't understand act. why you say that. It's a solo act. You just go and do it yourself. You don't tag along with 17 buddies. Well, yeah, it is harder with a lot of people because... After the first venue, you're like, okay, now where do we go? And you have to like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? And it sucks. Yeah, it's like planning worst, a vacation dude. with multiple people. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. No, yeah. But I mean, it's cool to <laughs> meet up for the first spot. You have crazy. support. But then yeah. the people that are in that crew of mine are older. Mm-hmm. So like Lewis, the other Lewis, there's two of them. This one is older with a baby. Oh. Um, he does one spot and then he's like, I got to go take care of my kid. And I'm like, all right, bye. And then, you know, Matt's like, let's go get a beer. And I'm like. We should hit another open mic. Like that's the that's what you're supposed to do, you know. And then Nate is uh, afraid of doing stand up, so him even getting on stage is hard for him. So he has to have us there to do it. Mm. He's a support team. Yeah. So it, <laughs> Lewis was like, "I heard I heard you're leaving our group," and I was like, "I'm not leaving you guys. I just have to do more than what you guys are offering right now." So mm-hmm. I have a little group, and then there's other people at like the comedy store and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, you guys went to the comedy store and you said you met Tony? I met, well, okay, so, yeah, I we me and Stephanie Wayne, who we had on our podcast, she's a stand-up, she's been getting a lot of great spots. I remember her from your birthday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she hung out with us. Yeah, um, awesome. Me and her were at Kill Tony, and uh, halfway through, like, we were kind of getting bored, and there was an open mic at this tavern place, Um uh, Sycamore Tavern is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah. So we went. That open mic is garbage. What? Have you been there? 
That's where the dojo is. That's where yeah. like Joe Rogan and like Sam Tripoli perform there. Well, even if they pre- okay, the bar is fine, but that open mic or the guy that hosts it. I think that's the place I'm thinking of. Yeah, it, it is the dojo comedy. But yeah. that open mic that we went to, the guy running it was like coked out and <laughs> his friends. So, which is what you want, though. No, but they're so clicky in there that even this oh. kid, this kid went up. It was his like he said he was like, I'm new. I'm just, but he, you could tell, dude, he had notebooks on notebooks. He's such a comedy nerd. His jokes were funny. Nobody was laughing because he was new. I was like, fuck everybody in this place. That's oh, that is bullshit yeah. that you're well, not letting him. But it's a grind, though, you know? But it's like you're making it harder than it, like. It's like other actors who don't build up other actors. Yeah. There's really no reason, and it's not a fucking competition. Right. Your comedy's not my comedy. Also, you're laughing at your friends' jokes that aren't funny, and you're not helping them either. Yeah. Like, their friends went up, and, like, they, they like, were like, who had the best joke? And, like, this, like, very drunk, very uh, flamboyant man uh, won, and then he did stand-up, and I was like, none of his jokes are funny. And his friends were like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And I was like. You guys are all terrible. That is but the worst. this one kid, Jerson, that's his name. Um, he went up. I thought he was so funny. I was the only one laughing because I was the only one paying attention. So he sits down and he was like, Well, that kind of sucked. And I was like, You're coming with us. <clears throat> so then I brought him with us back to the comedy store. He's not 21, so we couldn't go, go in, but we started talking. I could tell he's very passionate. He saw Tony and he was just like, Oh my God, Tony's right there. And I was like, Oh. Oh my God, you're a little starstruck kid. That's adorable. And then Malcolm Hatchett was there, and and I he knew Stephanie, so I wanted to meet him for the podcast and everything. And it ended up I talked to Malcolm, hung out with him like all night. He introduced Jerson to Tony, and Jerson was crying, Aww. sobbing. It was so sweet. For and real? Yes. He was so was emotional, like a, and he was like, I just here? love it. Um, he's. Been in Southern California, but yeah, he just moved to LA like two oh. weeks ago. Aww. Meets Tony Hinchcliffe, like hangs out at the comedy store all night, and it was. He took a picture with him, and <laughs> Tony like doesn't know how to handle emotion very well. So oh, the dude God. was crying in front of Tony. Yeah, oh boy, and he By was the way, embarrassed. Do you want to go to kill Tony tonight? Yes, I do actually. Okay, um, but there's an open mic at six. I'm doing Ali's podcast here at uh, three, and then at like four forty-five. Okay, well, we'll figure it out. Can't make it, but I'm going to kill Tony. Dope. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just, we no, haven't know, like, caught up in like two I know. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that guy cried in front of Tony. He cried. Did Tony roast him? No. <sighs> he was being super nice and supportive. That's their whole like know, lineage is Rogan and then Tony and then Malcolm. They all like, you know. Yeah. They're helping each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is nice. So, of course, he's not going to roast the kid who's, like, so in love though. with comedy that... Oh, God. Yeah, but then he would, if he would have roasted him, he probably would never do comedy again. No, he... Do, I or, don't know. But it'd be great when he goes on Kill Tony and Tony remembers him. I can't wait for that. But he has to he's wait. He's going to roast him on stage. Yeah, of course sure. he is. But he'll have more, you know, Do you watch, like, Roast then. Battle or anything? Do you watch any of that stuff? Nope. Mm. I mostly don't know who you're talking about. Oh. Sorry. I'm just a good smiling nodder. You are pretty good at that. (laughs) So what? Back to you. You have a farm. (laughs) That's a switch. Yeah, not yet. Oh, but you're getting one. Yeah, process of. Are you talking about a marijuana farm? Well, no, actually, agricultural farm with food production. Yeah, aquaponics. You know anything about aquaponics? I sure don't. Tell me about it. So, basically, going to be buying a farm in Colorado. It's going to be aquaponics based. Aquaponics are like hydroponics, so, you know, growing plants and stuff in water, Mm -hmm. but you add fish culture. So, the fish, basically, all of the fish poop and all of the fish life 
feed the plants and give the plants everything that it needs. So you're doing it without chemicals and you're using 90% less water than traditional farming. Plus you can harvest the fish on mm. top of harvesting all of the food that you're using. Wow. So yeah, so mostly mostly going to be doing that and farming uh, is like a big is it a more like it, people are getting more interested well, in economic farming? Well, we need to the, actually we have a huge shortage in America of uh, farmers, which is a problem because obviously the population's growing and we're going to begin to have food shortages. Um, one of the big things that we're running into and in starting the farm, especially wanting to have organic, is you have to really fight against like the USDA and the FSA because they're really not as into sustainable practices as they should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of there's a lot of like this mentality where the farmers, um, it's like, well, what we've done has always worked, mm-hmm. right? So they're weary of this quote unquote new technology when there's tons of other countries utilizing aquaponics. Um, but it's new, and so they're just, like, weird about it and uh, apprehensive to, like, really dive into this new weird technology. But in reality, it's going to be necessary. We can't, like, literally the way that we farm is not sustainable to the planet. And um, one of the big reasons, you know, like when you go to, like, Kansas or whatever, and there's a crop of, well, you're like, I've never been to Kansas. Well, listen, so a lot of times they do what they call monocropping, which is basically instead of growing multiple things within a field, it'll be like all corn or all potatoes. And what that does is it really depletes the soil. Mm. Um, And so not only are we not getting as much nutrients because the soil is crap, it's like we're not actually rotating the way that we need to rotate. So that's one thing that's going to be really important, I think, in sustainable farming but yeah so um on top of the farm we're gonna do like a bed and breakfast and uh do um some like tiny homes and eventually build a community around around the farm so is there enough are you moving back to colorado then no well halfway so my company mary jane doe is technically a colorado company Uh, Mm -hmm. all my family's out there and stuff my acting career is going really well so i'm gonna stay out here and my partner um is gonna be moving back to colorado to really get the farm started and work with our family um, on that regard. And I'll go home to help out when I can, but I'm not ready to give up acting. Like, I'm at a mm-hmm. point where things are legitimately... You know, you spend a lot of time uh, in this industry, and, it, you know, you hear of some people that they make it overnight, but a lot, a lot of people who are big actors, it's like you spend seven, ten, ten years... Or putting longer. In the, or longer, and you putting in the work. And um, I've been here for almost eight years at this point Mm -hmm. and things are going well like I'm so it'd be kind of silly to go home but I definitely that's my plan B like half city girl half country girl Mm. (laughs) that's pretty cool I'd be down for that to be honest yeah I like the idea of being able to have both you know just not a girl you know like a you can be a country girl I just want to be a country girl (laughs) my name's Tony with an I (laughs) yes perfect Yeah, so I'm not down for that Tony with a knife bullshit though. <laughs> You'll get used to it. Tony, 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 Tony. <laughs> hey, you can sing, shit. I don't know if that really counts as singing, but uh, you can, I'll take it. I can carry a tune. You can carry a tune. Yeah, well. carrying a tune is that a skill? I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like it. most women, and I'm not trying to generalize, but most women can like kind of sing. Uh Okay. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, I think well, <laughs> every every girl I know can like carry a tune well, way well, better than most but guys. You know what I think? Part of it has to do with I think that men. It, it, early on, there's a weird thing about teaching men to sing. I feel like it, mm. it's kind of an 
effeminate thing. Of course, you have your, like, ushers and your, your like, people that, uh, men that do sing. But in general, mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of those, they teach boys, like, drums and stuff. Well, and they teach girls to sing. Singing when you're, like, for men, it's, it's like, feminine until you are rich for it. And then it's the coolest thing you can do. There's, like, no in-between. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. your Justin Bieber and people are, like, a you know, huge fans and love that you can sing or you're not and you're that talented, but people are like, get the fuck out of here. Like Post Malone was once the annoying guy with a guitar. Yeah. yeah. Until he became Post Malone. I love uh, Me too. I love, I love him, him so much. I do. I do. Bless his little heart. <laughs> you know who else? I, uh, Benny Blanco. I don't listen to him. He's a, like, DJ. Yeah, I know. Cinema, isn't that his song? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, um, he just did a song with Halsey and Khalid, and it's really good. It's called Eastside. Oh, I do listen. Oh, I love that song. I love that song, too. And you know what's ironic? So I lived in, I used to live in D.C., um, er, well, technically Reston, and... uh, Wait, did we talk about this? Because I lived in Chantilly. Wait, oh damn! Uh, I feel like maybe listen. You know the pockets in my head sometimes, so I don't think we talked about that. Chantel, that's yeah. I was in Alexandria County, but yeah, I lived in Reston. And ironically enough, the East Side video with Benny Blanco and Housie and all that they were talking about the apartment complex that Benny used to live in is my fucking apartment complex that no I used way. to live in Reston. And I was like, Mom, look at this! And I had to like send it to the video because it's and the, this is the weird part. So I saw part of it and I saw that and I was like, Man, that really looks like my apartment complex. But then it says it says where it is and he grew up in in Reston like that's where he's from so I was like oh that really has to be because my first instinct was like oh that's my apartment and Mm -hmm. then I saw it and I was like that has to be so that's kind of weird that's crazy wait how long did you live there? like a year and a half uh, what what year were you there? Um, I graduated from high school and I moved to 2006 Okay. To, uh, like mid 2007 I had a really cool job working for a nonprofit, and so packed up I was like 17 and Graduated high school and moved to D.C. area, I guess. Damn. What did you live in? I lived in Chantilly, and at that age, I was in high school. So I was, uh, like, a freshman. Okay. Probably. Are you guys the same age? No. No. She's older. I am. I'm 30. I just turned 30. Really? Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Your birthday was so fun. I'm 21. Are you really? You're not. You I was like, you, I was like <laughs> you are a man, baby. I'm 20, 27. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, wow. How does it feel to be 30? Um, you know, honestly. It <laughs> doesn't feel any different, does it? It, do- it doesn't. I woke up the no. next day and I was like, all right, so uh, this is 30. But you spend a lot of time like weirdly like trying to figure out how you feel about maybe turning 30. You know, mm-hmm. like when you're a kid and you're like, I don't know, you're 15 and you think like 27 is old or you mm. think. Yep. And you just keep and you just keep yeah. getting older, and you're like, wait, but I just still feel different. The only time that I realize I'm actually getting older is like my goddaughter is not an infant; she's seven. So obviously, if she's getting older, I have to be getting older, right? But it like is so like the changes are way smaller now. Yeah, and also thirty is the new twenty. I'm mm-hmm. just saying it's like, been like since you know, Sex in the City, thirty was the twenty or right. whatever. I have to admit, I've never watched all. I've watched the Sex and City movies and I've watched some of the episodes but I've had the urge to just sit down and just like really watch them all. I'm down if you want to get some wine. Oh yes. And just watch Wine, them. Wine and Sex and the City and Cosmo. I make Bartender. I can make a mean Cosmo. I'm just saying. Oh let's too, do it. I can make a better one. Oh, we should have a bartending competition. Baby, I've been, I bet you I've been bartending longer than you. I'm old. How, I'm older than you. How long have you been bartending? Eight years. I'm also a flair bartender. 
I don't know what that is, but you're definitely better than what? Tricks. Oh, tricks. flair. Oh, you can? Yeah. The fuck? The fuck? Wait, do you bartend anywhere right now? I just do private events and stuff. What? Uh, but oh. I'm looking for a job for, for bartending. What? Like, uh, what? what it, well, uh, it's called Vertigo. Um, mm. Yeah. And then I do, I have like lots of word of mouth stuff. So um, I used to work for this company called Hot Bartenders. So, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, right. What are you getting really, when you hire that? It's a well, really original gonna, and creative name, by the way. Yep. It is. Yeah. You definitely have to be hot and a bartender. So, <laughs> step one. One out of two for me. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are indeed a hot. I but am a hot. <laughs> anybody can learn to bartend. Actually, I take that it's, back, though. It's true. It, you can, anybody can learn to, like, make drinks, but to be a good bartender, you have to, this is why I think a lot of people are not, is you have to be able to multitask, especially in a busy place. You have to be able to multitask, yeah, and not yeah. everybody can. I could not stand, no offense, I'm sure you're fine, I've never watched you bartend, Anthony, but the men that bartended at public school when I worked there could not multitask for shit. So it's a mean? male thing. Men have a hard it's, time multitasking. It, it, it's a real it's thing. just like their brains are wired it's a like, little bit so differently. One step at a time. What? So for what? What do you mean though? So like I was serving and I would have a drink ticket sitting and he would be talking to his customer and all he would have to do is pour a beer, but he couldn't pour the beer and talk to his customer at the same time. He That's would wait all day, dude. That's what? Walking and chewing. No, no. Like I, I talk to people. Yeah, and you're like, hey, blah blah blah, blah 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 blah, yeah. and your hands are moving the whole time. He would like both of them. They would be on their phone or they'd be talking to their customer, and the drinks would just like the tickets would just sit there, and you're just like, hey, you want your asshole? So make a drink. It's your goddamn job. And then if you went up and said something, they would get all like. They flip now out you're at gonna you. Wait longer. Yeah, it's just like, oh my god! And so one of them finally got fired. They just I was sound, like, they just so sound happy. Sucky. Yeah, like just mm-hmm. they're both sucky boys. They're not doing shit with their lives. <laughs> but <laughs> you calm down, it is, No, I'm very but angry. It is true though. Men do have a harder time multitasking. Like statistically, yeah. just like it's guess with, what? We women, our depth perception is worse than men. This this is just science, guys. Like oh. also, you take longer to mature. This is also real life. That's definitely true. It is. I was a nanny for a long time. And let me tell you, you notice it really early on. Like, boys take longer to potty train. They mm-hmm. typically take longer to learn to read and to walk. It's just, it's okay. It's Thank okay. You. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, somebody no, said the way that the brain is wired <clears throat> is why. It's different. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's, like, two halves of the brain, and there's, like, four quarters, like, all together, whatever. And women's brains have, like, pathways from one side to the other, and men don't. It's like, wing. So, like, our... Like messages travel a little bit quicker between sides of the brain. That makes sense. Whereas men can only kind of fire off one at a time. So women have like <laughs> hopefully the they can fire off more than one. Yeah, at a time. we got a we got, got an extra cable. Ca- no, you got the lightning cable, and then like men have like the the like micro USB. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't transfer. They got dial up. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't transfer data as fast and shit. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. but my job my job requires me to multitask. Not only am I the bartender, but I'm also the server. I'm the the waiter, the busser, usually most of the time, unless there's someone else there. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like... You want to make money, you gotta... I see some fucking golfers come and sit down. I gotta go take their stupid-ass order. And then I gotta come back. And you go up to them and say, hey, stupid-ass golfers. Oh, golfers. Give me your fucking order so I I can get on with my day. I work at Eagle Glen in Corona. God, golfers are really boring. You would think so. They like to drink, though. You've been on many dates with the golfers? No, but I've been on many a golf course. So I'll say this, though. Golf is boring. The golfers are not. At least not the ones at Eagle Glen. 
Well, that's good. Most of them, I oh, should well, say. Oh, well, we were, Betsy and I went to a party at a golf course. They, those guys did seem pretty fun. And I, <laughs> well, we were half naked. We went to a Moulin Rouge theme party that was at a golf course. My friend Greg's birthday. He works, did you meet Greg? He was at my um, housewarming party. I don't know if you actually. The one that does like the wedding, wedding stuff? stuff? Yeah, yeah, he's cool. So he works at a venue. So he got a hookup for his birthday where he literally, it was treated like a wedding. He got mm-hmm. ready in the bridal suite or whatever. And there was waiters. There was a DJ. Diva. It was, yes, he's Indeed. very much a diva. He's way girlier than I am. It's hilarious. And uh, so me and Janae went and we dressed up like Moulin Rouge. Like we had corsets and I was wearing just like underwear and stockings, mm-hmm. heels. We were all done up. And we got there early because I always get places early. Except for today. Except for today. And I get everywhere late. Yeah. And so we got there and the sun was still up. We're in the parking lot of a golf course. Yeah. Like white. Not mm-hmm. like, like, like. Like rich and white, yeah, is the the vibe of this it, area. Caucasian area, and we just felt very out of place. Felt like oh, hookers walking black. through. Oh, because the Mulan. Well, yeah, that too. But. And I'm also black. How did you know? <laughs> no, but, that's what you made. But it they sound were. Like. They were like. They're like, hey, lady, where are like, you off to? Yeah. And we were like, Mulan Rouge birthday. And they go, you look great. And then they drove off. That's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent a golf course, dude. Whenever there's like any kind of um, wedding, or like yesterday, there was this huge Indian event. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called, but it's like their wedding, and they do it for like three days. Is it? Yeah. But wow. they Yeah, but they have like all this crazy shit. Set up and these chicks all look like Jasmine from Aladdin. Of course. Hashtag no racist. And uh, <laughs> no, 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 but they're all dressed up in like these get, really yeah, pretty the like, sari, things. The like traditional saris. Yeah, and stuff. but they're at a golf course. So yeah. golfers are fucking walking around everywhere, you know? Yeah. And they clearly stand out because they're not dressed they're like not golfers. Aladdin. Right. So uh, it's just hilarious. And you see some of them, if they're like really drunk, they're like, what's going on over there? I'm like, what's going on? Are there rich this? golfers? Yes. Like sugar daddy golfers? Oh, I'm sure you could find one. Fuck Let's yeah. just say a few uh, cart girls have been fired for. They've been ooh, fired for, for that? Some, for some saucy I'll drive some, stuff. Ooh, the sauce on the golf course. It could have a TV it's, show. They make reality shows out of anything now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it has to be called. Sauce on the golf course. Do you have anybody right now? Sugar daddy wise? Is my mom listening to this? No, actually, my I tell my mom everything. As long as my uh, family doesn't hear this, we're good. Um, I don't currently have a sugar daddy, but I'm not opposed. I want to be a sugar mama when I grow up. I'm going to have a lot of money, and I'm totally going to have sugar babies. Really? Why not? That's like a... Re- I don't know why, but it's like a goal for me. Really? Yeah. At least you're honest about it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Like, if you have enough money to, like... I don't know... Make someone's life better in what, that way. What would they give you like in return? It would As it the be sugar? yeah. Would it be sexual or would it be just like company? Uh, well, I guess it would depend on the situation. I guess it would depend on the situation. I don't think that all sugar babies are, and it's not always like a sexual thing because they're genuinely like people that just want like a companion. Like mm-hmm. they just want someone to go do stuff with them, and it's not sexual. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm not hmm. at that millionaire point, but I feel like if I'm I'm paying your bills, baby, and I'm dressing you. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> this shit ain't I'm gonna, free. I'm going to need some, sh- some I'm going to need the sugar that goes with the dad. And you can call me daddy. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think that's a very interesting uh, world that I wasn't exposed to until I moved to L.A., the world of sugar daddy, sugar baby. Because uh, when I first moved here, I went on seeking arrangement and thought, 
I don't have any money. Maybe this is a way I could get money. Especially I'm in LA. There's like so many rich people here. And I had I a have fantasy. a friend that just has, she is a sugar baby. And you would never know in a million years, she's like very well educated woman. I like, and like that's how most of them are. Yeah, and it's the good she, ones. Yeah, but she gets she meets a lot of she has like a few sugar daddies, honestly, and like she has her own job and stuff. But it's she travels and she does smart things. So that's one thing that I like. If I was like a sugar mama, I would be really specific. Like I'm not gonna like buy you freaking Louis Vuittons and handbag. Like you want to pay for classes, you want to go on trips, you you have necessities that you need that I can help you with. Sure, but I'm not. Like even as even as a sugar baby, that's not the type of stuff that I'm interested in personally. Mm. You know, like fucking handbag's not gonna feed me. Right. You know, I've I've been given a thousand dollar handbag, and I was just like, uh, what do I I'm do not, with this? What do I do with this? Mostly because I'm like, I'm not, I can't, I'm not even responsible to wear white. And you want to give me a freaking thousand? <laughs> you want me to walk around with a thousand dollar bag? Come on. What'd you <laughs> do with it, Sally? No, I still have it. I couldn't. I would have felt bad. Can I have it? You want to, oh, well, I'll it's, take I t- it. I'll take it just because I need some money. I can sell it. Mm, well, I've used it. And it's, I've used it. Remember how I told you I'm not allowed to have it? The cool <laughs> thing about this bag is it was reversible. So after I fucked up one side of it, you just <laughs> flip it inside out. Brand new again. Tiffany. That's where it's from. Tiffany's. Oh, yeah. Damn. Company. Damn, yeah. Yeah, I but feel yeah. the same way. But the first, I went on a date with one guy from that site. And I was just like, I can't, my feminism how is was screaming. It? Uh, it was because he wanted to just like be like that. It wasn't manly like terrible. Yeah, he. You could tell from I was asking him questions and whatnot. And I learned that he got rich off of some tech thing mm. in his yeah. job, but before that, he wasn't getting laid at all. So you could oh. tell that he was like, "Well, now that I have money, I can buy and do like oh, I can yuck. buy your attention." And I was like, "No, you. This if we're not going to respect each other and like." You don't need. There I don't has know. To be I like wanted a mutual respect. About yeah, it. like you're not just gonna like slap me around and give me money to shut up. That's yeah. not what I'm into. Exactly. So. Well, I you know I I think that there is an innate feminism in just being able to do that. I think that it's really important. Like the culture of like sex in America in general is kind of weird, and I think that we need to stop trying to tell people what to do with your bodies. Like at the end of the day, you're literally born with nothing but but your body and you but don't you have butt. say yeah and you don't <laughs> but you don't, and you don't even have say over that and it's like i think if they allowed uh if they made like prostitution or whatever if stuff was was legal same with drugs like you're not gonna see you're gonna see a decrease in crimes and you're gonna see a decrease in like diseases because people are being honest about it and mm-hmm. if you look at back in history what is one of the trades that there always is? There's always going to, forever, there will always be prostitution. There has mm-hmm. been, and there always will continue to be. And I don't think, not to say being a sugar baby is prostitute. I, I don't think that it is. I think that there's, there's like definitely a fine line between the two, but it's kind of like, where do you go from like sugar baby to escort to prostitution? Like there is definitely a spectrum, mm. but it should all just be legal. Like stop telling, trying to tell people what to do with their bodies, especially women, especially yeah. women, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Why are there men making decisions about our healthcare? You know, that's a good question. Have you watched Harlots? No. What's oh, that? it's a. Is it about prostitution? It is. I think I've talked about it before. I don't know. It's a show on Hulu, um, oh, and it's about God. like 18th century prostitutes, like oh. Pirates of the Caribbean kind of era, hmm. like Jack the Ripper. That's what I think of. I don't know. I don't know anything about Jack the Ripper. Really, Jack the Ripper. Did he murder prostitutes? Yeah, in mm. England. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. Oh. Didn't he only he only killed like six people? Mm. 
I don't know how many, but they've made a few movies about mm-hmm. it for sure. Yeah, why was he so iconic? I don't. Oh, I think that part of it had to do with whoever did the investigation. I think it was like a. I'm not gonna say Sherlock Holmes because I don't think that's actually right, but I think like it, it, the investigation itself was a big deal. And wait a minute, was Sherlock Holmes of, a real person? No. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not. I'm. I'm just saying. Like, oh, okay. compa- like, I'm not saying like it's like somebody important. Okay, that did gotcha. it. It's not like I or don't know. Like the name scandal or something. Yeah, there was like something, something. Yeah, there was there was a reason. But I think it was just like the time of the time of the murders that people just. I don't know. I don't know the answer. But I just know they made movies about it, and they were good movies because Jack the Ripper seems like a freak. Hmm. Interesting. And you like freaks, apparently. I do like freaks, mm. and I like horror things. I like me too. Yeah. I like. Are you gonna testing. go to Universal? I will, but okay. So this is the thing. I what for love horror for the ho- Halloween Horror Nights. Maybe early on because it's not scary when you're literally. The last time I went, I was just pissed because you're just in a room and you're not getting a chance to get scared because the actors aren't resetting because you're literally they shuffle you <clears> in where you're just like in a line behind people. It's not like going to haunted house where it's like if they give you time in between, mm. so it's not scary. Nothing gets reset. So I was just like, the hell. But it's really cool. I have some friends that do a lot of uh, prosthetic stuff, and I do a lot you of prosthetic. You do, yeah. yeah. I do a lot of prosthetic stuff. She's an incredible stuff. prosthetic artist. Uh, yeah. So my friend, well, my friend Whitney is, um, and I like just model the prosthetics. But she does a lot of the characters and stuff for Halloween Horror Night. She gets to dress hmm. the zombies and the. But didn't you? You made two. I, I do the costuming. I don't oh. do the pros- no. I don't do oh, the sculpting oh, stuff. Oh, I do, okay. yeah. I made the co- I make the costumes for some of the characters that I like bring to life for the people who do the sculpting. And you just DIY the fuck out of that stuff, right? For sure. I don't know how to sew. I know that's what I was talking. I was talking to Lewis about sew. I was like, I don't know how to sew. I just like, I just find really weird ways to like make, attach attach stuff to stuff. Mm -hmm. Like even when I was a kid, I would do that. Like I had Barbies and I would like make them Barbie clothes. I would like kind of sew. I have like the, I guess I know kind of the basics, but. A stitch. Yeah. I can make, I can, I can do, I can kind of put a button on, you know. (laughs) <laughs> nice <laughs> but yeah so costuming that's another one of the things that I do have you seen here. that shirt that's like the double shirt the what the double shirt what's that it's like a shirt like stitched onto a plaid shirt <laughs> oh it looks like the looks like Austin Powers or some shit that's that sounds awesome no I'll have to look it up because I'm, I'm totally into fa- I'm all about the fashion have you so noticed the fashion I don't know how into it you are but Lewis is you know that's his field mm-hmm Fashion and comedy are making this weird baby right now where the new and upcoming fashion designers are poking fun at fashion by just, like, taking an old sneaker and, like, hot gluing it and just, like, burning and letting it melt and then selling them for, like, $400. That's brilliant, though, because there's always an idiot to buy something, I'm just Mm -hmm. saying. Like, at the end of the day, you could, like, package a lot of things and people would probably right. buy it. I mean, some of it is rad. Yeah. Some of it is innovative. Oh, like that. these shoes that have, um, what are they called? They have like toes. Like, you know how animals have like, oh, you know, toes oh, or yeah. whatever? They have boots where it's like your big toe goes in one toe and then your feet go in the oh, other I ones. Oh, like, and they look like little like They're like feeties, yeah. Oh my God. I don't like, I don't like having, like I don't like having No, no, your toes aren't exposed. They're like just, just like, separate by like, two, there's two toes. You have like, that's or like, they're the amazing. I'd have to. I'll have to show it to you. But they sound really different. I mean, I think I like they're weird cute. Fa- I have a thing for weird fashion. Yeah, though. weird fashion is weird way more fashion. interesting. Than what do you mean that uh, stand-up comedy and, and not stand-up comedy, oh, just comedy? So people are basically making silly stuff what and it is, selling it. to What people. I think it is is the stuff that people use to make fun of. 
people now are like, well, that can maybe be fashionable. Let's wear it like dad, dad stuff. Yeah, but like they're the dad look, the dad shoes and stuff. It's all stuff that dads literally wore in the nineties. Right. People used to make fun of them. <laughs> and now people are like, Well, if you are just like in really good shape and they're clean, then but they look no, good. I don't think anybody's tank saying it seriously. They're definitely they're doing like, it ironically. Ironically. The dad shoes? Yeah. Like those I don't know. Like those ones you had? Yeah. And stuff. So like they, they're you know cool, what? The like, da- oh yeah, your dad shoes. Okay, so those <laughs> there's um there's this guy, oh what is his name? Um hold on, I follow him online. And he is uh, his, name, his real name is CJ Lint, but he is oh god, he's a Oh, I can't remember what the fuck he really actually does, but he is funny because he finds people and he'll like record them and he'll be like, he's got his sex offender sevens on. That's what he calls the dad's shoes. Sex offender sevens? <laughs> yeah. And he's always like pointing them out. He's like, these sex offender sevens have Velcro. Like, That's oh. a fantastic name for those. Yeah. it's He comes up with some gold. I can't, I can't fucking find them, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's famous enough. He doesn't need the. He doesn't need me to. He doesn't need the hype. Yeah, he does. He doesn't. I, mm-hmm. I think if anything, like most people, probably be horribly offended by most of the stuff that he does. I'm just weird. Mm-hmm. He does really. He's one of those. He could be on like, what was that show Jackass where they just mm-hmm. do really. He could like have his own Jackass show. Yeah. Some of the stuff he does is just like, oh, like he does this weird shit where he'll go to like, what are those like, pea cakes they put in urinals. He'll like go and like take a bite Ew. of that. Oh. I'm dead ass. Like that's yeah. And he does. He just does a lot of really weird that's shit sometimes. And you're just like dude. God. Or he'll like have some. He'll be at a bar and he'll be like, I saw him at Davy Wayne's and it's, he's really attractive. So it's like kind of weird because he's attractive, but he's gross. Mm. And he'll, he'll like have, be so like, Hey, take your shoe off, and they'll have someone take a shoe off, and they'll pour a shot in it and take a shot out. So like random, like just gross stuff. And you're just that's like, called a, that's called a shoey. <laughs> a shoey. Yeah, people in New Zealand do that. It's like a tribal thing that people in New Zealand do. Tribal? Is this from, real? Wait, is this New actually, Zealand. this is like no, that's legit. a real thing. This is a real Look thing. Look up a shoey. A shoey? Yeah. People from New Zealand do that. That sounds no. awful. Yeah. Brendan Schaub did it on um, with some UFC fighters that are from New Zealand. It's called a shoey. They, um, <clears throat> they'll take it a step further. They'll pour beer into a shoe. Oh. And then, oh. and then they'll spit in it and then you take it and you just I drink it. spit in the beer also mm-hmm. that's already in a shoe? Mm-hmm. Oh, why are boys... And boy had to come up with a this. Boy uh, yeah. Uh, so 100%. far I'm just... Pl- it pulled up some sort of helmet and I don't know why. <laughs> um, like a dick? Not, no, like... Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> a it, helmet? It, da- oh, that's his name. Daddy Juiced. That's what his Daddy name is. Juiced, but huh? yeah, I pulled up a helmet when I tried to look up the shoey. It came up with like bike, like motorcycle helmets. What made you say dick? She said helmet. <laughs> Wait. And? Have <laughs> you dick never seen a cock before? Oh, it does have... Well, that little it, helmet on top? Well, little German if it's, World if War Two helmet? on. Well, if it's... Fixed, it does have a oh, helmet, but oh, if it's yeah, not, sorry. then that's it, right, like, Betsy. You like unfixed. That's right. Sorry. Uncircumcised. No, but do you know that that's okay? So in America, circumcision. Of course, you have like your Jewish traditional people that do it. It's mm-hmm. really common here, but I've like really genuinely grappled with this when I if if I have male children, whether I would circumcise because it I don't turns, think I would. I don't it's think I would. Pointless. There's a, well, there's so much. There's so much um, like medical. Uh, advancements where they understand it, I think, a little better. And mm-hmm. there's so many nerve in it. Like, all that skin that they cut off, they mas- they basically make your penis way less sensitive. It could be so... It's already sensitive, right? It could be so much more sensitive if they didn't Sex cut off all these... Sex could feel better it if could. your dick yeah. wasn't cut. 
Exactly, exactly. And then they say that they don't usually um, give the, that you can't give an infant like pain medicine, so they just do it. They just cut it. And so they say that even though you're an infant and you don't actually remember it, it does something to your brain being traumatized physically so early on. Mm-hmm. And it, it messes oh, I'm with attachment. Sure. It has something to do with like attachment stuff too, because you're this is an infant. And then you're just like, so. Even though I think it's, it's like mutilation, it how kinda, is it not? Like it is. Well, you know, as a like when I was younger, I was really afraid of uncircumcised penises. Like I was like, they look like sea cucumbers. And then I've gotten older, and I'm like, oh, like sea I sea cucumber. <laughs> sorry, guys. But now, but now that I'm older, I it doesn't. You your views on stuff change, so it doesn't really yeah. bug me now. But I remember like aesthetically, I was like, oh, I really like. But now, it's like not as much a thing. Yeah, Let's I fucking just, clean your shit, dudes. Like and ladies, people and people of the world, clean clean up your I clean remember, your genitals. I remember when I was <laughs> yeah. a kid, my aunt would tell me like that I had to like pull the skin back and clean, but I never understood what the fuck she meant because I didn't have anything to pull back and clean. Oh, oh and you're like, what? I was like, I was like trying to like. But now looking back, like you and my mom weren't communicating on this. Like she was my aunt. She babysat me all the time. She didn't know that she I got didn't circumcised. Change your diaper. Or she didn't change. She for sure changed my diaper. Oh, maybe yeah, she, she just would. forgot. Maybe she forgot. That's you just like blocked it out. Well, because my cousins weren't circumcised. I think. Oh, and then, so like, maybe me and all my brothers were circumcised for whatever reason. I read this this uh, like a little article that this guy wrote that he was so embarrassed that he was never circumcised that he had it done in adulthood. And they say that like, mm-hmm. that that's real. Like that's a pretty gnarly surgery. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. I don't, I don't, she said, uh, I'm mm-hmm. so, I'm okay. in so much pain thinking about it. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't do it. Well, I mean, if you ever have a baby, you might get the, get did I tell you that I have two own. cervix? <laughs> what? I just found out that I have two cervixes. <laughs> How, what the hell? Yeah. Can we like what the, the hell? Can we put you in like one of those like freak shows or something? Yeah. Do, how so do we show, do what we, does that mean though? I went to the guy now. No, I don't know exactly because I have to get an MRI to really figure out how far up the duplication is. Maybe you had a twin. In the so you have like an extended cervix. No. Like it's like that or it's like that. So like okay, this. the the canal is like the main entryway where the penis goes, uh-huh. and then at the top of the canal is the cervix, which is where the you know, the canal stops so the yeah. penis doesn't go further. Yeah. And then after that is where the uterus and everything else is where you carry the baby. Yeah. So the cervix is like the dividing area between the canal and the uterus, right? Yeah. So I have two pathways from the canal into my uterus. So I don't know how, and I don't know how it took this long for me to find out because this, it was a new doctor. I was, because I'm doing this whole new insurance thing. Yeah, insurance. And, and she's like testing and she goes, huh, what's up there? Is there, you have a band in? And I was like, I only take birth control. I don't know. Is there a second tampon up there? There might be. Can you take uh, it out for me? the worst. And she goes, oh no, you just have two cervixes. And I. Were you like, is that common? I started laughing. I couldn't help but start laughing. I was like, of course. I, like, why not? She goes, nobody's ever told you that before. No. That's so weird. She goes, okay, I'm going to test both of them. So one of them just hasn't been tested for 26 years or whatever. <laughs> Welcome to my So I said, what, is that common? It's not way uncommon. Um, like, it does happen, but it's not a regular thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, you have to get an MRI to figure out whether, like, the two cervix is also two fallopian tubes or two uteruses. Or it's, like, one uterus and then, like, a dead one. 
because like oh. maybe only one cervix is like functioning. So oh. what's the solution? What do you you got to take? She basically said, what? "I don't need to know anything unless I want to have a kid, and then I will have to do more figure research to figure out what how that's going to affect a baby." I'm going to need you to aim for the right cervix, <laughs> not the left. I'm trying. I'm trying really hard to figure out some sort of a punchline, but I think most of it is when I present the fact so that I have. Two services, it's like, what does that mean? Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to give a lesson about that and then put a punchline on the end. Yeah, especially when you got you got to figure out like what's attached to the cervixes, you know. Yeah. But I'm gonna go with the theory that you had a twin and you just absorbed her. Have you heard? Have you ever seen that stuff before? Yep, my ex actually. Really? <laughs> she yeah. ate no, your no, twin? no, no, no. Her, uh, she has two twin brothers. Mm-hmm. Well, she has brothers and they're both twins. But they had there was a third. Like they were supposed to be triplets, but one of them like consumed him, and like one of the like her one of her brother's toes, he has technically like eleven toes, but his big toe has like a split toe, like it's two he's toes. He's walking off his brother. It's like this. It's Weird. like two toes. Yeah, that shit can happen where like you're if the for some reason both fetuses don't survive, you can like take. It like gets absorbed. So I've seen. I forgot what I was watching. This one kid. Oh, it had a face in the back of its head. Yeah, but it was obviously not like Voldemort. Yeah, it was like real life Voldemort. I feel like that was the inspiration. Real life Voldemort, (laughs) but also like maybe like American Horror Story. Oh yes, I love American Horror Story. Me too. You would. I do. I love any. I just love scary stuff. And I've worked. I I the makeup artist for American Horror Story. His name is like one of the leads. His name is Mike McKesh, and he's really well known in the like uh like uh, fx FX, yeah fx world and i've got i worked on um i worked on uh, american horror story hotel really um uh, yeah i was in doing makeup no uh, i was in a scene as an actor and he and he did my he did my makeup for that what did he put you in uh, it was it was um, he didn't do anything like super crazy they just covered up my back tattoo honestly because i was in like a gown it was um it was like the first episode with Lady Jaja, and uh, yes, I love her. She's my idol. How she's um, she's dope as a human. I wasn't like one of those crazy people that are like, oh my god, Lady Gaga. But I've worked on a lot of stuff, and I was in one of her music videos, and I fell in love with her as a human being. She's really, genuinely like a really fantastic person. Really, which music video? Um, what's it called? The piece. It's the first release off of the album she did on Joanne. Dark Horse. Not Katy Perry. <laughs> I was I like, know. I didn't know. That's not it. Um, it's called something pieces. Sorry, I'm not really good at words. I don't remember what it's called, but it was literally the first release off of Joanne, and it was really cool. And I actually got booked on it with another friend of mine. So we like literally just like danced the night away in the desert with Lady Gaga, and oh she was just God. like, she was like in the crowd dancing with oh, us. Oh, the she one was with like, the cage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I one. don't remember which one that is, but I've seen a, yeah. like an image of it. I'm like hearing. I'm like kind of like hearing the song in my head a little bit. It's funny because after you know, like you you've been on a set where you just do the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. and then you just like have dreams about it. The song when it finally came out, I was just like flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, because it's just on repeat for fucking like twelve hours while you're filming. Damn. But yeah, she was pretty. Where awesome. do you do? What do you get booked through that through? The extra stuff, or was that like an agent that got you that? That one was through. Um, this casting company called Virgo Talent, and um, they just are like a booking agent. A lot of st- I get a lot of my stuff through my agent, but I also hustle a lot for my own self, mm. and I just like find stuff and I self submit as much as possible. Cool. So, oh my god, did I tell you about did I tell you about the Jamie Fox thing? 
No. So I did. So Jamie Foxx had this movie um, that he was like producing. It's called like All Star Weekend, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I never got paid for it. And the ironic part was, is it was um, DJ Khaled's birthday, so he's having a party. So I got invited to like the ho- after party, and uh, like went to Jamie Foxx's house, and we're like swimming and like whatever. It was really cool. Well, fast forward, I never freaking get paid for the production. So oh, I'm like, what did, the hell? I think you did mention yeah, this. Yeah. So I never got paid for this production. And I was like, this is really, that's crappy. And of course, you know, there's nothing you can really do. Like I called all the, all the numbers are shut down. There's nothing you can do. It's not like you can call Jamie up. Yeah. But, hey, bro, but I, I do know, paid. I mean, oh. I have his address. And so then, oh, cause we were talking about, my, we, were t- we were talking about this. So, you know, people who are not in LA and not in the industry, they have this like kind of idea of how things work. So my mom goes, well, why don't you just, why don't you just write him a letter or just go knock on his door? And I'm like, mom, that's not, that's, she lives in, <laughs> she lives in Colorado, but she's like, just send it. And she was dead serious. Just send him a letter. And that I'm was like, like Stephanie's, Stephanie Wayne's mom is always like, you know, Steven Spielberg, you send him an email. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Like, just, why don't you just email him? Like, mom, that's, that's really cute, but that's not how that works. But then ironically enough, so my partner works at um, a high-end sushi restaurant and I walk in one day to go give him like the keys to this place we're staying at. And I look over and it's Jamie Foxx and he's with like his whole crew. And it just so happens to be my partner's table mm-hmm. and he's taking care of Jamie Foxx. And I was like, and he looks at me cause I'm, I kind of a type to pop off a little bit and he looks at me and he's like, but not say anything. You know, I and just, Jamie the eyes. Yeah. No, my, my, my partner, oh. he was like, um, just give me that. Like you burn us cause he owes me money, you know? And I was about to, uh, you know, I was like, you owe me money, Mr. Fox, but it's his place. <laughs> Mr. Fox. But it's his place of work. So if my partner didn't work there, my ass would have marched right up the table with all of his little homeboys. And I'd have been like, Hey, you remember your production? Pay me my money. Run me my money, bitch. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah. Mr. Fox never paid me, and I saw at him all in, ever. No, I never got paid for the production. What? I never. Got, I never got, How much were you supposed to get paid? Like three hundred dollars. It's not even that much money. It's not even. I mean, it it's, is as an actor, me. It is, well, it is as yeah. When you as get eighty dollars to do background work for twelve hours a day, three hundred yeah. is a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be like sad. It was supposed to be everything, and so yeah, hmm. I was. I was kind of mad. But how does that happen though? Well, that happens when you do like kind of. It, it's not like a super backed production and. Like I said, I'm pretty sure that was one of those things that he was, like, funding himself. And so mm-hmm. it just, like, you when you don't have a big production company behind you, shit happens. Just forget. She just, like, yeah, cracks. like, literally at one point. So first, it was before the holidays. I would call, and the office was like, okay, we'll get back to you. And then I called again. Office disconnected. Like, production done. Yeah. And uh, it was, there's really, literally, I, there was nothing that I could do because I wasn't, I'm not a member of SAG. If I was actually in the union... Um, I might have been able to try and pursue something out of it, mm-hmm. but yeah. Are so if I gonna... see Mr. Fox again, that bugs me though. If I see Mr. Fox again, I will. Like I said, it took a lot of self control for me not to, because I want, especially in front of his like yeah. crew. Like I feel like that's even extra. Like yeah, it's like hey, it. motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's a no- that bugs me because like I think if that was me, right? If I'm Jamie Fox, and I know that I have all these extra people here at my house or wherever the fuck you were at. And they're all doing something for me because it was all for Jamie Foxx, right? Yeah, that's for his, yeah. I would, that would be like my main concern was like, hey, all these people that are here, get them paid. And if I didn't think like that, I would probably be thinking, well, they're lucky enough to be partying with me. 
Mm. See, and I think that that's what it kind of felt like. I felt like I got that was like supposed to be my booby like, oh, prize. Yeah, they're probably all just happy they got to be here. Yeah, exactly. Which and pisses like, me off because that's might that's be how kind of, he's thinking. That's what I. That's kind of the vibe that I got. And let me yeah. tell you, it wasn't all that. His his house was nice. It was kind of messy, and they fed us some bunk ass food. I was like, so you. He's, that's what he's he says stingy. about his own house. That it's messy. He doesn't like to clean it because then he feels like everything's complete. And then he has like all the stuff that he wants. He was on Tim Ferriss's podcast. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that makes it was definitely it wasn't like I'm not gonna say, it wasn't like gross. It wasn't like but it was definitely like I was surprised yeah. uh, about kind of and then it was it, it was the most ghetto crafty ever. Like they ran out of plates. Like it was like come, <laughs> I was like baby, you have money. I'm sta- I'm literally I could touch your your Grammy is right here. <sighs> you can afford some shit like to pay the people who work for you. Mm-hmm. But whatever, it's not a mind. Never mind. Or yeah. you just won't work with him in the future. I w- watch it when I am really famous. I'm like, can you get the Jamie Fox movie? I'm be like, hold on, we need to have a little tea, Mr. Fox. First, <laughs> let's talk about your ethics, and you can go and pay me plus some interest <laughs> for the how many years it's been. You owe me some money, right? Welcome I thought that was interesting work. about um, his house, though, like how he because he was telling Tim Ferriss that he has this like uh, curtain in his house or something, and it like someone like scratched like a animal like tore down or something and it was like kind of draping down it wasn't really covering the window mm-hmm. and he said you know what like i just want to leave it like that and like anytime someone comes over they're like why don't you get that fixed he's like no nah, i like it like that and i always so, thought that was kind of interesting because it's like if he did fix Does that it keep him grounded maybe yeah like keeps him grounded reminds it's like me. mr t did you ever hear about mr t and his shoes mm-hmm. i just recently uh-huh. saw this like interview from it's probably from like the 80s i don't even know if i was alive and this woman, Mr. T's all like in his, you know, his usual garb and his like necklaces and stuff, but he has shoes and his shoes have duct tape. It's this like old white ladies and everything. And she's like, do you feel embarrassed about your like duct tape shoes? And he was like, let me tell you about these shoes. My, these shoes have been passed down through my family and, and they remind me to stay ground. And he was like, I can have all the money. I can have all the chains. But when I look down at my feet... I know where I came from. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And he showed, and because she was kind of, the way she said it was kind of totally snide. So I felt, he shut her up real quick. Like, mm-hmm. that's like giving someone like a real heartfelt answer where they feel like a jackass for asking the question. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. look at your stupid shoes. And you're like, actually. My grandpa died in these shoes. So please <laughs> kindly fuck off. Yeah. There's right? some super deep meaning. <laughs> yeah. You know, though, okay. So kind of ironically enough, my, so my grandpa's been dead a long time, but I recently went home. My grandma gave me a pair of my grandpa's suspenders. Uh-huh. Right? And I, and I wore them and I was like my friend was like oh those are so cute and I was like I know and this is gonna sound really gay but I feel like my grandpa's just really holding me up right now (laughs) and I I love that it was like god this is so cheesy but it was kind of it's kind of true too (laughs) that's beautiful I have a lot of my grandparents clothes just just chilling I have a that my dress up box Mm -hmm. I have two actually now I'm I'm holding I know you've been on the shop the well, I've been on the shop, the but also binge. for the longest time. Anytime I get a new Halloween costume, because I get a new one every year, I can't uh-huh. wear the same one over. Ooh, we should do a costume exchange. I have a shit ton of costumes. Ooh, that sounds Instead like Instead of fun. buying costumes next year. I like right. that. I like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, a lot of the stuff that's in there is, like, I have a I have a couple of hats and a couple of jackets, I think, that were just my grandparents that they, they, they saw that we liked it, so they were just like, here, have it. Like, they want... Yeah. They want their stuff, and you know, to like be loved. Way more quality. Oh yeah. Than what we make now, it's such th- throwaway fashion and shit that just falls apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Planned obsolescence. Yeah. 
That's I hate what that. I think. That's America that's yeah, in a nutshell. It's like here. We're gonna, it's like I get really frustrated that I have to buy a new cell phone so often. It's like, really? We don't need more trash. Why don't you build things that fucking last? And people yeah. pay money. Like, I'll send money on a pair of jeans that I know are going to last rather mm-hmm. than, like, have to keep buying shitty mm-hmm. quality stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, there's a new iPhone every goddamn year. Right. Or and Samsung. Force, and then they just make the shit stop slowly working. So you have to get a new one. Mm-hmm. It's like all technology. Yeah. But that's security. why when I go to those uh, Goodwill bins that I've been hitting lately, I'm obsessed with menswear. I don't know what your problem is with that shit. What? Why? Like, why? Why? You post pictures of like the, on Instagram. I'll see your stories sometimes, and I'm just like, that looks awful. It's you just have people to, you fighting have to, about stuff. No, you they're have, not fighting. It is. I mean, I have usually there is not fighting, but when the Goodwill with the bins that you went to, so when that first opened, so Goodwill has like this warehouse where they house all of the like really expensive vintage stuff that they get, and once a year they do this <laughs> like crazy. Thing where you can go buy all the stuff that's been in their warehouse and they did this Ooh. and there was a lines around the block like what's her name what's that really famous uh, pin up girl with the dark hair um, Katy Perry <laughs> yeah Katy that, Katy Perry that, that was a good <laughs> answer um, oh Dita Von Teese. I don't know who that is oh, I've heard of her okay well she's like a really just like famous pin up and she does like uh, costuming stuff but yeah like she was there it was a whole ordeal but that but people do get crazy at the bin sometimes if there's, like, you know there's good stuff. But not usually at that one. There has well, to be, like, something special going on. Yeah. It, it's not that, like, and I love thrift shopping. That's why I like going there. It's not, like, oh, no, this is how I have to shop. It's, like, I'm I'm, I'm electing yeah. to go and rummage through shit. Well, it's not shit. It's clothes. But there's, yeah. like, pillowcases and just random fabric. There's bra, underwear, shoes, socks, Now, who DVDs. the hell is donating underwear? Y'all need to stop doing that. I'm just saying nobody wants to use us underwear. <laughs> That's gross. Maybe they want to fashion it into some kind of bandana. Like a cap. Yeah. A cap. Underwear cap. Shower cap. But I'm obsessed with finding... Um, men's clothes from previous generations. I love men's fashion. I too. love menswear like so men's much. Uh, so now, what I'm gonna do, or what I'm starting to do, because I don't want to work at a restaurant to make my money. Um, I, me and Lewis did a photo shoot two days ago, and we're gonna start selling. Are you gonna stuff. do an online store? Well, Depop is like Instagram, but for selling clothes. Oh, cool. The feed. And the interface is exactly the same. It's D-E-P-O-P, and it's just Betsy, not Ross. It's the same as my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't posted anything yet, but we took photos of some pants that I have. I have some dresses and other pieces that I'm going to start selling yeah. because I, like, like some of it. Selling your clothes? Well, it's clothes that I found, and then we Spend iron it, yeah. set it up, and then I style it and model it. And uh, apparently I'm somewhat of a fashion yeah. person now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that um, a newfound new thing? A fashion icon. Yeah, yeah. Iconic. Yeah. No, but I don't know. It's just it's more so It's more like dress up to me. It's just fun. Well, every day should be dress up. I love... Life know, is a party. Dress appropriately. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> 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 hey, it's of true. Um, I'm with you, though. I'm all about the thrifting and I love styling. But it's like there's unique stuff. Where you're not going to see like... 20 people wearing the same thing when you thrift things. Right, you exactly. Know? That's why I like it and so I, much. So I was actually going to do what, you, what you're doing is and sell resell stuff because as a, I, I'm also a stylist, so I, I accrue like a lot of clothes, and sometimes I just want to wear something or style it once, or I'll wear it twice and then I'm done, you're done with it. So then it's like, well, I spend the time thrifting it and whatnot, so I don't want to see it just get re-thrown back into thrifting, so I've wanted to do like an online store or something, so that's rad that you're doing that. I'll just give mm-hmm. you, like, here, sell this for me. 
Yeah. I, so I, I have, like, weird eclectic taste. I, I feel like I actually have a vest that I feel like you would like. I was... It's, I love... I, I, it's vests like old, are my thing right now. It's, like, a totally, like... It's kind of a grandma vest, but like sexy grandma vest, and nice. it has like coffee all over it, <gasps> like little co- like like cappuccinos and like. Well, I, I found one that had music. It looks like your music teacher from elementary school yes. would wear it. Yeah, I'm really fucking stoked about that one. I just was like, this is so cool. Uh, but yeah, vests is something. Just it, menswear in general, but vests yeah. is something that hasn't really been utilized in regular people's fashion. I think. Yeah. And so I like. I like oh, men's yeah. menswear because has like I love this jacket that you're wearing. I like stuff Thank that's you. like clean li- clean lines and like simple. I feel like women's wear, we get a lot of crazy textures, crazy prints, crazy like um, you know what's the word of shapes of things. Mm-hmm. Whereas men's stuff tends to be like it pretty clear. Like you have certain cuts of things. It's not it's like as, symmetrical. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I can appreciate. It's the same shape. More or less. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so they just play with prints and texture a little bit more as opposed to really changing the shape of the things that they're wearing. Yeah. You know? I'm going to need you for Halloween. Why? So I've decided I'm cutting my hair, but not until I be Post Malone for, for Halloween. I was, oh my God, you're telling yes. me Post Malone. All but you have to I do want, is draw on your what face. Is your yeah, I need someone to draw on my face. I'm you need a, a band tee? Okay, I'm, well, I'm going to go... <laughs> you're not going to offend me. Well, good. I wasn't trying to. Okay. But um, it, people are people afraid ask me, of that. I get this from people a lot, too. Where they're like, so what is your ethnicity? And I like to tell people to guess, too. So I'm going to play this for you. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go Irish, African-American, and <laughs> something something like Native or Mexican or Italian. Um, yeah. Like I think you pretty much hit it except for the black. Okay. So yeah. no. Native no. Amer- I mean, uh, African-American. Okay. Either way, whatever. I mean, whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't. No, I don't. Not. I don't. Mind. I get that a lot. Okay. I really do. It's, it's, a, it's a lot a, of people. I say that too. Some people I say like, oh yeah. Some people think I'm black, and they're like, what? No. And it's, then it's, you kind of. It's my hair, home. right? It's the hair texture. Yeah. <clears throat> no, but everything else was right. So I'm just. My mom was white. My dad was Mexican. But my mom has like, all kinds of European. Okay. You mm-hmm. know, Irish, Italian, and the Europeans French are pretty and, mixed. All yeah. that crazy shit. What do you wait? What are your What's your background? My mom is Irish. My dad is Cherokee and black. Mm. Yeah, so that's interesting. A little mix up, mix up. How do you feel connected to your Cherokee at all? I do. I want to know more about it, but mm. I it's something that I've my great grandma. We called her Biggie Mama. Um, was like right, yeah. That's awesome. Um, she was like the rock, and she was the one that I that really like inspired me to want to know more about it. Um, Is that why you like Pachanga? Yeah, and I like to gamble. <laughs> Pach- I call it Pachanga. <laughs> Pachanga. Um, but yeah, I I think like native culture is really in- and I, uh, interesting. And I think my love for plants and getting back to like herbal medicine kind of comes from that. And also just my own like pagan beliefs and stuff. But mm. getting back to that like that, that nature religion I think is important because we've gotten kind of far from that. Yeah. So Also, we're, we're native... Um, or Cherokee that were they matriarchal? Cherokees? No, I don't think Cherokee were okay. a matriarchal, but there were a lot of tribes that were primarily matriarchal. Yeah. Um, they actually recent. I I f- I saw this study that they actually were finding, um, before like our Jesus time of what we like people believe to be God. A lot of cultures actually considered God to be a woman. And like, and they going back, they found like historical evidence, like as far as like statues and stuff. Mm. But so it's, it's kind of interesting. And then what Christianity came in and changed it? <laughs> yeah, basically. 
basically. Well, if you look at, like, at the end of the day, I, I was raised Catholic, but a lot of, um, a lot of the, like, Christian and Catholic holidays actually correlate to pagan holidays. Basically, what they did is they came in, they wanted people to change their religion, so they took the holidays that, they you know, the pagans knew. already knew, and it's, it's funny to watch, like, you know, the, like, Catholics have their little bunnies, and it's like Easter, and it's like, you know, that's the symbol of fertility, right? Like, that's what Easter's really about, humping guys, you know? <laughs> like, that's what you're saying, or, like, your Christmas trees. And well, like, the Christmas presents is mushrooms. That's, that's the... Um, Psychedelic mushrooms? Mm-hmm. Because there's a, this brand of mushroom that, like, glows or, like, looks really cool, and they sit at the bottom of... Uh, Christmas trees. Oh. And so they're like, I think that's where the ideology came from. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there's... That's pretty cool. I have to do more research, but that is what I heard. That's the gist of it? Yep. See, what are, what's, what's your heritage? Why? Um, My dad's Italian. Okay. I am half Italian, and my mom is a bunch of, like, German, Irish, um, Norwegian, Swedish kind of mix. Things. Okay. Yeah, mostly see. German, I think. My grandfather because his middle name was Hayes and Hayes is a German last name oh mm-hmm. is it okay That's yeah so like you look like my mom this is my mom looks like you really like, my mom is like blonde hair like your skin tone hair color eyes that's like my whole mom's side of the family and then I'm the little like brown kid all the pictures with, with all the little <laughs> blonde toe heads and stuff <laughs> blonde toe heads <laughs> cute I love it so is your dad just a badass or what uh well my dad is actually um, not really in my life. Mm. He is, he's a brilliant person. Yeah. Yeah. No. So my dad, I was raised by a badass single mom. Okay. She's a badass for sure. Um, my dad is an alcoholic, but mm. um, I think, you know, there's this thing that happened, I think, for some of our parents' generation where a lot of like m- mental and like psychological issues weren't addressed. Mm-hmm. And um, like my dad's dad died when he was really young and like I think you know he went through life not really dealing with a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and some people just shouldn't have kids like you know 100% yeah 100%. I'm like the, I'm like my dad's dad I'm like my dad's parent if I choose to if like more than any I'm the parent in the relationship with my real dad but I've been really blessed know. in that my mom um, her best friend has mm-hmm. been he's been in my life since he's two he's who I call dad he's who has helped me pay for college and who I call when I need things and stuff Aww. so you know, you have that, like, male influence in your life. That's, That's important. Cool. That's good. Yeah, for sure. I only said that because your dad's Cherokee. Oh. So yeah. he must be badass. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. I mean, a lot of the Indians, that, when I worked at Palo Casino, and, like, a lot of the tribal people that I met, because they're still tribes. Yeah. I mean, they're normal, and they drive around in cars, and they all yeah. gamble. But it's super, yeah. But, like, there's definitely tribes. They all live together, and they all still do their practices or whatever. Yeah, I have a friend who's Navajo. And really? Um, they're very, the Navajo are very involved in, um, their, their, like, culture. They yeah. carry on their language, and I think that's, that's really huge. Yeah. I think that we should, uh, let them, we, we need to have a holiday for them. They need to and just, they well, need to just. <laughs> I know, right? Well, we did, like, steal their whole country from we, them. That's it's why, like, terrible. <laughs> watching, like, the whole, the whole, like, the protest for the oil line, like, that whole thing was so just crazy to me it's like how are you gonna give some first take something from someone and then give it back to them and then and take then, it away uh, again take it take it away again it's like hello fucking idiots is that what that was about i didn't pay attention 
what the oh. oil thing well yeah because well what the, they're trying to run it through the reservation and through this huge but also through a river oh, yeah, a really right. important river that feeds yeah. multiple sources and they're like oh oil no it's not because look how much look how many oil spills there are look look at freaking florida i mean that's not an oil spill that has more to do with the runoff from chemical plants that they've freaking caused all this like red algae to bloom mm-hmm. people oh. need to start paying attention this earth is fucked yeah like I, me <laughs> Forever fucked. Ooh, that's a good TV. That should be a t-shirt line. I want to make another one for you. Yes, please. If you have any ideas, do it. Or if you want to look at my whole list of more. Yeah, I'll look at your list again. So where can people buy those if they want to buy them? Um, well, you can go to my website, which is um, www.maryjanedoeproducts.com. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of in the middle of reworking the website, so you can use it. But also, Instagram is also a really cool, easy way to get a hold of you want you can shop on instagram you can't shop but i can but i'll get orders there is some stuff you can do it like yeah like i've i've ordered some stuff off instagram oh i have to show you that fucking thing oh that pipe or whatever it is yeah yeah it's the worst but we're i'm actually going to be doing um i have about eight new t-shirts that will be coming out soon one will be betsy's design and uh i've just collaborated with different artists we really try and aim for like definitely like cannabis stuff but Mm -hmm. political feminist just different different stuff that kind of sexual like yeah. sex positive yeah super sex positive stuff i think that's what does that huge. mean sex positive yeah um i think sex positive is uh really just taking away that weird shameful like awkwardness that comes with just being a sexual person and looking at like sexuality in a positive light because i think mm-hmm. for a long time especially when you're coming from like a religious standpoint sex is become it's like a point of shame or like awkwardness so in being sex positive, it's just like just, being just owning open the, and, yeah, owning, owning the fact that you're a human being and yeah. you are naturally. How would you translate that message onto a message onto a shirt? Sex, just I think just it's not necessarily sex positive as a message itself. It's more mm-hmm. just having T-shirts and stuff that like just themes. speak to the yeah themes that like speak one to of that. your artists has the two cats. One of oh, them yeah. is a regular cat and the other one's a bald cat, and it says we don't care what men prefer. prefer. It's like an ode to like, oh, we're not going to shave our vaginas or our armpits or, you know, because that's also another thing that's like becoming, you know, I choose to shave my armpits, but I also appreciate that. There's I that still haven't. I, I was going to say, I was like, Betsy's been go- growing strong. And so it's also kind of an ode to that, like, you know, that power and, you know, it's not necessarily, I'm not aiming to be like a feminist co- company necessarily, but it's. But you know that even the pot industry, as far as female CEOs, has the largest amount of female CEOs oh, hell any, yeah. in the industry Love at it. this point. So it's like women are kind of really like leading this, this charge to, to like, I don't know. I like, I, I don't get me wrong. I don't like hyper feminists. Like I don't like, I'm not like a man hating fem. I think mm-hmm. feminism is more just about like bringing things back to like equality, equality. And also, I think there's also something you said for men accepting, like we are both Black masculine and white, we are both and feminine. masculine and feminine. We are yin and yang, and we teach men that it's that you're not feminine, you're not like emotional, and and so being able to kind of get back to that balance, where we're accepting that like we're all mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. and you need both of those energies in order to really like function, you know, mm-hmm. and you need both of those represented in your in your businesses and on your see, I've, political I've, boards. I'm ignorant to that, and um, I just have always like. I don't know, because, like, I always saw that as equal, like, because I was mainly raised by my mom. Yeah. So, like, I've always just been that way. I've always thought that way. 
Yeah. And then I have like people that are like not that way in my life sometimes. I'm like, ah, just why are you like that? Whatever, I don't care. Yeah. But then like, you know, the whole feminist movement and stuff, it like starts like everyone's like, you know, I look like how I look and I'm like a guy obviously. So like I feel like sometimes like some women are like in my face like telling me that I got to be like this way and I'm like, "Wait, dude, I already am." Like just calm down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like those hi- those are like the hyper feminists that are like set to like change people. I mean, yeah. you want to ch- help to like p- guide people's minds to grow, but you can't like force your views or your like changes you want to implement on someone. You can only like help. lead them to yeah, you can only lead them to the water, <clears throat> you can't make them drink, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I think being being too and it's just like religion too. You're not going to bring people to your side to understand you if you're like forcing you're it. just forcing it or you're just so in their face about things it's not you know mm-hmm. i don't think that that really like works for most people it's usually like more of a turn off to be so extreme about stuff yeah, yeah you gotta lead by example yeah i think it's the majority of how we're gonna make the changes exactly and just it's educating and yeah and it's weird to me when men are like well i don't understand how like what do you mean women don't have equal rights and we're like well let's if we if you really look back at where we're at, like any breakdown of statistics, like no, women legitimately are paid less to do men's job. This isn't stuff like we made up in our heads. And then you look at like a board full of men that just made are trying to make decisions about our health care. How is that not, you know, how is that? How, do you how does it make not sense to not to go? Okay, let's get it fifty fifty so we can decide. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why yeah. do you guys think you're right and you don't even? You're not even living in the body that you're making laws about. Exactly. Like, you try, why don't you go ahead and have a period for a week and see how... That's why men don't, because that's... Sorry, no have offense. You seen, men are pussies. Oh, have they you would seen, die if they had um, that period. Michelle Wolf is yeah. her name? With yeah. the um, the screechy voice and the big hair. Mm-hmm. Comedian. She has this bit that's incredible about how stressful, like, a regular day is as a woman, especially on their period. So oh she's God. like, this is what it looks like that you guys don't see. At w- like a week out of every month, you come across this woman and you just pretend like they have, they have no idea that it's going on. And she's like stressed about this, her job, her husband. She just had a baby, blah, blah, blah. She went to the bathroom. She like de- had to deal with her tampon and she washed her hand. And then she comes out and shakes your hand right after. And like she has this whole bit about like what women go through behind the scenes that men like have no idea and right. then uh, it's brilliant. You gotta watch. If I had her. a period, I would be pissed probably all the time. You like because when it would happen, I'd be pissed, and then I would just be in anticipation. Anticip- the rest, anticipating the it rest coming. of the time, and I'd be like, "God damn it, dude, I don't want to deal with that." It's like paying rent. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as it's over, you're like, "Okay, I'm good for the month." Right. And then you gotta start like, "Oh God, it's That's coming." One of the brilliant things about getting older, though, is that they do get better and they get shorter. So that well, nice. if you're on your on the pill, I you know I was on birth control for ten years. And I stopped taking it probably four or five years ago. And for me, that was, like, one of the best decisions that I ever made. I understand where it comes in play for for women and and whatnot. But for me personally, it was actually like, oh, wow, I actually feel better. But I had been on it for so long and since I was, like, 16 that I just – it was just what I knew. Mm -hmm. And so then How did you feel different? I just – emotionally better. I just felt more, like – yeah, just emotionally better not having the extra, like, chemicals in my body, I think, and mm-hmm. the extra hormones um, more than anything. And then also just the side of my, can- my family is has, like, a history of cancer, and if you already have, like, history of cancer, it's not a, a good idea to continue to, like, take birth control because it can. I mean, anything can really give you cancer at this point, you know, but why 
increase the the risk of it mm-hmm. was really my thing. So mm-hmm. now I just um my little pagan heart, I just pay attention to, you know, the moon and my cycle and all that fun stuff. And you're like, okay, this works. Are you into astrology? You are a little bit? I am. Yeah. I am indeed. Um, I read tail cards and uh, I do. I, you I don't wish have I them knew. with you, do you? I don't. I wish Damn I Damn it. I, you know, the. Uh, I want I you to read on. my card. I do. I want to read your cards too. I I'm curious read about what that even is. What did, what did we decide your sign is? Did you tell me? Did I ask Libra. you? Libra. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I, yeah. we didn't, I didn't ask you. You didn't But ask I was me. guessing, you know what I thought? I thought maybe that you were a Virgo. Really? Why? No. No. No, no. I don't know. I mean, I just met you. Very What's briefly, a Virgo do, it's, or don't do? Well, it's not. It's you have to know more oh. about it to oh, okay. like. There's multiple. I like Libras. But just the way you just said, you're like no. <laughs> I don't she, know what like, a Virgo she knows is. Virgos. Um, it's just they're. It's just a person. She knows you better than I do, so I mean, she yeah. would know. They just tend to be more like. <gasps> um, Type A in yeah. certain things where, like, I have, I think, a little bit of Virgo in me mm. because did you, did I'm. Did JoJo do your chart? No. Um, I don't think she likes me. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah. My roommate is, um, she just turned 60, right? Yeah. We, she, you were yeah. there for her birthday. Yeah. yeah she's and a master astrologer. She's a master astrologer. The one that moved in with you? Mm hmm. And I. She's a Leo as well. A master astrologer? Like, yeah. There's, like, levels. There's levels to this shit. So it's, like, Scientology? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she's wicked, like, knows all about that. But it is interesting how if you get, like, your birth chart read, because it's not just about your sign. It's about where the moon was, where all, all the, the planets, planets were. were at the exact moment, and they all tell a different story depending which house hmm. or which sign they yeah. were in. Um, so like my three are it's like Leo, Virgo, and Scorpio. So you're weren't you a Scorpio Moon? Um, or you're Scorpio ascending. I think I'm a Scorpio ascending. So that's how people see me. So yeah. So you're so you're ascending sign. That the ascending is what was on the horizon at the moment that you were born. And you, yeah, you tend to be. That's kind of your outward what you present as and the traits that you have. And then your Moon sign is like your personal life when you go home. Like it's like who that's you are. Your, Underneath and Virgo, yeah. I think, is more or less like I'm very like organized. And, you like, are. I get that. I that's why it always fascinates me when you when I found out you're a Leo. But I also know how like organized and on time and stuff you are because those are not those are not Leo traits at all. Uh, not so necessarily. Like, yeah, but well, it, but they are Virgo traits. So it's interesting how. What like, are more Leo traits? Leo is very much in the spotlight, but they're also loyal to the to at least for me where. Um, I want to speak out for the people that can't speak for themselves. Leadership, loyal, kind of um, bossy sometimes. Uh, well, um, they just know what they want, and they yeah. don't mince words. They're just like, yeah, yeah. They're um, not um, afraid of kind the of backlash. Lazy, like real lions, we are. We we can get really lazy. Are you a Leo? I am a Leo. Um, yeah, we're both. Yeah, we're both Leos. I'm a. I'm so you guys a, are both born in August. July thirty no. first. It, oh, it well. uh, yeah. hits both months. Yeah. 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 So I'm a, I'm a Leo. Sun, and mm-hmm. then I am a Sagittarius ascending and a Pisces moon. And Pi- like Pisces, I love Pis- Pisces, are one of my favorite signs, but they're also one of my least favorite signs because as a Leo, Pisces are so so sensitive. You know, as a Leo, we're not like you even catch me. I love you because I 
she has a pension for just like saying things how they are and not intending to hurt anybody's feelings, but she yeah, just dude, says I shit. I fucking she's wish like, more people were like she, that. Yeah, and, and I'm like that too, so it's weird having someone else because sometimes I'm like, ooh, Betsy, damn, okay, bitch. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when you were, you, she was having a dilemma about going to somebody's birthday thing or uh, going away party and I was like, just don't fucking go. Just, he has enough friends. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, no, but I, I feel bad. I'm like, no, we, we had a going away party for him. He's fine. Right, it's true. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. So wait, Pisces moon, what does that mean? So so obviously, like I said, your moon is like your internal stuff. Pisces is is like the 12th, the 12th sign. And it's also like the most, tends to be the most intuitive and like um, tend to have like a lot of prophetic dreams, a lot of deja vu, tend to have like a lot of like psychic abilities. And just like a no, yeah, it's a really common trait for Pisces. Um, but especially when, especially if you have like a Pisces moon, but if I didn't have a Pisces that really sensitive to like, I'm most people don't know it like that. I'm really sensitive because they get my Leo who's like badass and nothing bugs me. But internally I'm a, I'm a fucking pussy cat. And that's definitely my Pisces moon. Like I'm going to be like, Oh, feelings, you know? (laughs) Um, but, and then your ascending is what? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. What is that? So Sagittarius are, they're also fire signs. So they're really similar to Leo, like really assertive, Lots of really good with humor and stuff, not so good with emotion. Mm. Um, so it's ironic that I have such opposite ascending and moon signs because I've got this one sign that's just like a less sensitive little bitch, and then Sagittarius is just like here, ready to rumble and in your face, and it's not going to get sensitive about shit, you know? Yeah. Um, my mom's a Sagittarius. They're super not. They're not good with feelings. Sagittarius are not fe- like they're they're not feelings emotional. That's why type I people. get along with Aries. My sister is an Aries, and Lewis, my uh, roommate, is also an, an Aries. Aries. And fire and fire is good. Fire and fire is good, but it's also he. We were talking about it the other night. Um, it's because like my candor, my upfrontness, mm-hmm. um, they appreciate it, but they don't do it necessarily. Mm-hmm. So like an Aries thinks that way, but they won't be the one to say it because they don't want the backlash, I think. But mm-hmm. Leo's just like, I don't, I have so much confidence for everybody in the I mean, room. They, they, yeah, they, I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to say what I want to say. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting that like my sister and him, I kind of get the same vibe from both of them where like I'll say something that they're thinking and they just like appreciate my voice for them Mm -hmm. a little bit it's really it's kind of cool but then um people that are not fire signs like get super offended by my candor yeah Uh, and i feel like it's the earth signs i think uh libra's earth i think no it's air is it air Mm. yeah no you're right it is air you're absolutely right libra is an air sign i like air signs i don't know anything about libra so gemini uh, gemini is an air sign too Libras, Libras are pretty chill, but they also, you know, like it's the symbol is the scale. So they're, they tend to have like a really good eye for like justice and balance and logic. Um, but also one of the signs that's really not, that's, um, very straightforward and sometimes not so tactful, like in the way that you like, uh, say things. It's not on purpose. It's just because you just say things how you, you don't have like a, you're not going to sugar. Yeah. You don't have a filter. You're not going to like sugar. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to like sugarcoat shit. And so sometimes like 
there's certain people that you might rub the wrong way because one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> a whole lot of people. And I'll say that he's really good at that. <laughs> really good at shoving people away. <laughs> yeah, it's a life skill, really. <laughs> yeah, that checks out. I would like to do that though. You should well find okay, so out what my fucking moon ascending. You or can. Is. You should. Um, you can do it online for free. Just yeah, Google it. You just need. Oh. You just need to know what time you're born. So hit your mom up unless you legitimately. Know. That's a, hit most your people, mom up. Yeah. Yeah. Most people gotta hit them don't up. Know shit. Yeah, mm. they didn't push you out. And they're not remembering. That they're mm-hmm. like, I know exactly what time you came out. I feel like if I had a kid, though, I would care so much that I'm having a kid that I would totally care what time. Oh, that's you know cute. What I mean? Yeah. I don't know if my dad knows. He's a pretty forgetful person, so pretty, I don't yeah. think it's that he doesn't It's on care. your birth certificate, too. Oh. So if yeah. you if you Well, my mom just, like, forever was, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, that was, like, a <laughs> she thing. Knew, oh, like, so you like, I can't forget. Uh, August 2nd, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, for whatever reason, that was, like, our little, like. <laughs> well, it was, like, the 2nd and 2 o'clock. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's easy. You just need to know, you, as long as you know the city you were born, what time you are born, because the stars shift every two hours, so that's why you need to know within at least that. You need to usually know within, like, an hour of your birth time. It doesn't oh, okay. have to be super specific. It's not, like, 6.49, but yeah, just, like, within, seconds. yeah, yeah, and, tw- and 22 seconds. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's pretty much how what dictates it, but okay. I... I pay attention. I'm always like, what's your sign? Or sometimes my favorite thing is actually, usually I'm really good at guessing people's signs once I get to know them. And I'm usually, usually pretty right. Mm. Nice. Yeah. I, I think it's super interesting. I think it's interesting too. And even people that are like, I don't believe in that stuff. And it's like, well, I get it. But at the end of the day, we can acknowledge that, okay, scientifically, the moon, it physically affects, we're 98% water. It controls the oceans. Like at the end of the day, even if you don't want to believe in like the new age or the esoteric part of it, there's like genuine science that has to do with the fact that like oh, yeah. it really does dictate like it was a full moon two days ago. Guess what? The crazies were out <laughs> and I got hit on a lot. And I, I ran into stray cats. Stray cats. Why were they going fuck? crazy? Apparently cats and the full, full moon, moon have something to do with each other. I wouldn't be surprised. That's I, a crazy Did you watch Hocus Pocus before you saw all these cats? No, I didn't, but I, I would. I want to watch Hocus Pocus. I watched Ooh. it for my birthday. Did I tell you that? Yeah, I saw your snap. Um, <laughs> that I just saw like this company just came out with a bunch of Hocus Pocus themed like t-shirts and shit. And they looked amazing. <gasps> I heard they were redoing it. I was going to say, I are they they're doing making it a not? second one? Um, I hope they don't. Come on, isn't that wouldn't that ruin it um would it i yes and no depends how good it is yeah because Uh, that does happen a lot i feel like they're running out of creative things to do so they just keep recreating old movies and it's like no you're kind of just really, but incredible. Let me tell. Yeah. Incredibles, Incredibles too. I can't. They waited so long. Super feminist power. It was so good. It, it was, was hilarious. It was better than the first one. And but you know what? I, they, I don't think they were originally planning to make another one, but they wanted to piggyback on. You know, superhero stuff is cool now. Like it's yeah. like hip and it's in. So they're like, well, we got to bring it back. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they really thought about it. They weren't just like, here's another yeah. Cars two, well, Shrek no, four, whatever. I yeah, I, I liked. I liked the cars. Sh- I liked the first few Shreks, and then they just started getting like, okay. One and right. two were good, and then yeah, and then it was just happened. Yeah, yeah, it's I like, don't know. You're just gonna stop there. Cash grab, cash grab. See, I have uh, a. Did you did either of you watch Blues Clues? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was yeah. an Annie for a long time. Did you yeah. see that guy at an open mic or something? What? No. So me and mm-hmm. Lewis have been doing kind of like background research on because we want to create something together. We're not really sure what, mm-hmm. but I've sort of re-sparked his comedy because he did stand up when he was in high school, mm-hmm. um, and he's we have very similar uh, sense of humor. But all of my comedy is children's yeah. stuff, and all of his is this kind of darker place. So it's an interesting. Together. 
combination. And I either want to do a playoff of a 90s sitcom, like a Clarissa Explains It All yes. with me, but like the 90s girl has been dropped into the modern world. So now she's like, oh. like when the guy with weed rolls up and she's like, oh, like, I don't know. She'll like say something about not doing drugs and everybody's like, it's, it's legal Dare now. to keep drugs. Yeah, dare. <laughs> but now it's drugs. legal. So yeah. it's like that weird, like what was, yeah. you know, taboo back in the day and now. Uh-huh. Or I want to do a show that is Blue's Clues with me. So you're just on a green screen. But then uh-huh. every time like sh- I jump into like a picture, like... It's like South Parky where it's like super yeah, relevant amazing. and like, oh, I love but it. it's like with child stuff because you can say a lot of the stuff when I was growing up was relevant stuff when you watch it again. Yeah. There was this movie called We Sing in Sillyville and it was where these two kids like magic jump into a coloring book and all of the colors are these groups of people and they're not getting along. The colors are not, not getting, getting along. <laughs> And this woman who, um, she doesn't have any color because she hasn't been colored in yet. She's like, well, I just want people to be friends again. So the, they go and visit each color and they're all like different groups of people. Like the red, the red color is a Southern family the and they're on the porch and they're like, oh, we don't want to go over there. She's got too much purple at her house. And that's how they talk. And that's what that movie is. And I was like, if people saw this Everybody now. needs to watch that right now. Yes. And I was like, either watch that or I'm going to make it and it's going to be like hella intense. Betsy Clues. Betsy Clues. Sit down there and think and chair and think. Think. <laughs> think. Yeah. So I want to do children's stuff, but like adult content. I love it. Really bad. So you want to do like children's, it like looks like Blue's Clues, but then there's like fucking and stuff? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) We make dick jokes here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Your notepad's like a dick shape instead of a regular regular pad. You know what I just watched last night for the first time in so long? It had to have been at least 10 years was super bad. Oh, I watched that another long ago too. Did you? So What's good. the commentary? I, re- I don't think I've re. I don't. I haven't revisited. Oh, you just thinking about so dicks? Good, dude. It is. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote that when they were like fifteen. I know, and then they. It's funny too because it's Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg who made it, and the two leads are named Seth and Evan. Yeah, and I never really noticed that. Well, like, Seth oh. uh, originally wanted to play his character, but then by the time it got made, he was too old. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then they didn't want to give it to Jonah Hill because they thought he was too old. But then they no, let him read, it. and he was like, like "This is duh. me. Like, yeah. give me this character. You guys oh, are idiots." He killed it. I love when that happens when <sighs> there's like a character so that just is the actor, or vice mm-hmm. versa. Even as an actor, when you get a like script, McLovin. that you're just like, "Oh, they, yeah. they were saying that <laughs> yeah. they they were struggling to find a McLovin, and then he walked in like with no acting experience, and they were like, "Yep, yeah, you're perfect." Just the way he was like following yeah. that chick down those the hall. Those little assholes. I hate those people that walk in they're like, "I've never acted before." Star. Yeah. Jam you rot. Talent. Or just be being favorite. themselves, really, that's the secret. It might be my favorite part of that movie, though. Him. When he's like when following he's that following chick. Her. It's then, uh, 254. <laughs> what? And then he just goes, just <laughs> turns around. I told her what time it was. <laughs> okay. He uh, probably did that in real life. Yeah. 100%. Do you have any, um, like, what are your dreams and aspirations acting wise uh, you know I always wanted to be like the badass stuff like I used to box and I, I really? do like firearms I have like a gun and stuff so I always wanted oh. to play those roles that was what I wanted but you know what Hollywood doesn't care what you want to be nope it's gonna let you be what you want to be unless you or what they want what yourself. you see yeah right unless you create it yourself exactly so I actually am starting t- I finally found like my niche and I guess my type and that's you know as an actor you're an actor yeah. you get that that's that's an interesting thing to figure out. And what is it? 
um, I am the quirky office worker and the funny best friend. And I never, that's <laughs> never, I never thought I was that person, hmm. but that's what I've, that's what I've been booking as. That's what my theatrical agency, she meant. I get a lot of like Maya Ru- Rudolph, like that sort of. I can totally see that. Yeah. So, um, I'm just going with it. It wasn't what I thought that I would do. And maybe one day I'll do you want to be my be quirky like, best friend in my show. Yeah, what do you want me to do? <laughs> you can have guns and do weird stuff like that, and we'll be like, what the fuck? It'll be, like, super contrasting. It'll be awesome. I'm the badass weird friend. Yeah. Basically, I'm not, I am totally usually you that friend. You just always that, have a gun. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so. Betsy's birthday party, and Janae brings her a gun as a gift. And I'll be like, so. oh, I never thought you would do that. <laughs> so for a long time, people would always tell me to watch Trailer Park Boys. Have you guys watched this show? No. no. But I've heard of it. So people always tell me to watch it, and I just never did, because I just, something about... The, it, the stills that I see from the show just, you know, like, I'm like, why would I watch that? Yeah. It's not attractive. Dude. <laughs> and you watched it and you're like, okay. Okay, I get it. Is it I funny? get it. It's hilarious. Yeah. Is There's it? just this one character. Um, I forgot his name, but it's just one of the guys, the three guys that are like clearly the main characters. And this motherfucker in every goddamn scene, no matter what they're doing, whether they're running, whether they're being chased, whether they're in jail, whether they're shopping, no matter what, he always has a glass of whiskey in his fucking hand. <laughs> <laughs> that's com- that's no like commitment. No matter what, no matter what, he's always got the fucking glass of whiskey, dude. And they never, like, and they, no one ever addresses it. Why I love he's it. Got that. It's like the elephant in the room. That's it. Yeah. Makes it more funny that way. I think. Oh, of course, one hundred percent. That's my and one of my favorite bits of comedy is just doing things, things and then not mentioning it yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. And then one of the other characters is just like always asking people for like, you got to smoke, you got to smoke, you got to smoke. He's always smoking. And if he didn't have one, he's like, you know that some, he's about to like ask somebody. <laughs> and I was watching this episode the other day and there was, they were like, we're going into a school to do like a puppet show for these kids. So they're walking up and the guy has his fucking whiskey and they're walking and they're talking <laughs> shit or something like that. And like, <laughs> they're just like, there's kids playing ball outside mm-hmm. and he goes up to one of the kids, he's like, got a smoke? And the kid <laughs> just like gives him a smoke and then the, he just lights it up and goes into the school and he's smoking in the school. Oh God. It's just the funniest fucking this show. This smoke free zone. That's what Chappelle did on the one episode. He was smoking as he was, that show, His dude, I'm sorry I'm so late to it, but. Oh yeah, that show's great. That show I've never it. watched like the whole three. thing. I've just seen. There's really episodes. only two seasons. They made a third season, but it was like six episodes, and he was only in like three of them. I it's really weird. Was never really because well, they stole it from him, sort of. Didn't sort of, yeah. yeah. Like they did with Ari Shafir show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's anyway, nice. you should watch it. It's I will. So the social commentary is amazing. That's what, like I said, I'm like new to. Not new to comedy, but when I was, I think when I was a kid or just like younger, I just didn't get it. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, like when you have like your parents watch like adult shows, like you're like Seinfeld or Cheers or some shit. You're like, man, this is really boring. And then you get old enough to watch it and you get the humor. I think that that's my grandma used to watch Seinfeld religiously and I never understood why it was funny. Yeah. And then like a few months ago, I started watching. I'm like, oh. Uh, that's how I felt about Friends. Brilliant. Yeah, I was like, I, I never, see, I never, I, I kind of so, thought it was boring, and then I was like, oh, this, there's, <laughs> this is pretty so funny. So someone told me to watch Friends, and since I usually say no to that stuff, I was like, you know what, I'll watch it. It's on Netflix. Why not? So I Google best Friends episodes. I watched the top two. It's not that funny. Which, no, you didn't love which it. Which ones were the top there, two? I know the people one are where like the baby shower. Really she had a baby or. shower. Jennifer Aniston had a baby shower. Uh, I don't know. What was the other one? I'm not like a. I, I don't, don't even watch remember. Episode. I only watched like. That's how you know I have a friend that really hates Friends. My like, sister I have friends, really hates there's, it. It's a, like there's there's like a great divide. It's either like you like Friends or you don't. There's not. I have a friend that it's like they own like the Spock, Spock set, right? Like, they loved it. 
I used to have, so when I worked in DC, I was a residential counselor for mentally challenged adults and I was in charge of a bunch of different group homes and I had a resident with Down syndrome. His name was John and he was obsessed with friends and he took his DVD player and his (laughs) friends box set everywhere. So we like, that's all he would watch was friends on just like repeat. It was kind of cute and also kind of annoying eventually because you're just like, can we watch something else? Mm. Can we watch Seinfeld, please? (laughs) I watched it one through ten every day in my room. My sister would be like, oh, my God, you're still watching that? Or you're watching it again? I'm not a re-watcher, just like I'm not a re-reader. I have one of my best friends. She she has her, like, list of shows that she, like, she's probably seen The Office and, like, that 70s, like, on repeat. And I... I was never... I could always watch The Office, though. I... Okay, so I really was, again, one of those comedy things that I was, like, not really into. Mm -hmm. And then I have all my friends watch The Office, so, like, I get the comedy and I like it, but I just was never into the show. But I recently read... uh, um, Jenna Fisher played... uh, Pam. Pam, yeah. Pam on the show. Yeah, I read her book, and I was like, oh, my God, I have to watch this. I have to, like, genuinely watch it. But it is hilarious. As an actor, I should should watch it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's cool to see all the people that have, like, come out of of that show, you know? Yeah. And, like, gotten their own shows their own from They had a great yeah. cast. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite shows, for sure. I like uh, that now that, like, you're saying you're older, you're more, like, aware of, or at least for me, because I'm such a big fan of comedy, I love learning why things are funny and seeing the humor and, like, the contrasting and the good acting and, like, how it all weaves together to make something that makes me laugh. Yeah. And uh, I think that only Timing. Is, it's only happening because I'm older and now I can understand it and I'm actually doing research on it. But yeah, when you're younger, you like don't understand yeah. that there is that there is a history of comedy and you can watch it on Hulu. Um, it's a documentary about like stand up comedians, about yeah. sitcoms, about Ugh, how sitcom comedians funny. were like the forefront. I'm sure you know there's other people and stuff, but a lot of entertainment and social progress was made because of what comedians were willing to say and get punished for. um, Because... They're always willing to say the stuff that we're thinking, you know? Right. They're the social commentators. Lenny Bruce went to jail for... Multiple times. He would just pay his bail, (laughs) go out and do a club and talk about it. Yeah. And every time, like, you know, um, Richard Pryor, anybody talking about something that nobody is talking about... It opens up the world a little bit more and yeah. opens up people's minds a little bit more. So when they try to shut them up, it's like, oh, they must be saying something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, And then exactly. on the flip side, though, it's annoying that people, like... Like, now there's, like, that culture of, like, a lot of comedians, and it's really only an open mic, the open mic scene. Where they try to <clears> say <throat> something outrageous. Yeah, but they try to say something that's just, like, so crazy that it's just, like... They're trying uh, to get... They're just trying to get a rise out of Yeah, like, people. you know that's the only reason. Like, they don't actually have a funny perspective. It's just crazy. Yeah, you know. I mean, I think there's a lot of that's a lot of. There was a guy at that one open mic. He got on stage and he he started yelling at us and calling us fucking cunts. And that was his whole. No, he's this young fat kid. (laughs) And (laughs) that's. But you could tell he was the whole time. He was shaking and sweating, so you could tell he was nervous. But he was trying to. He he was really trying to overcome his nervous by going fucking cunts. You're so fucking. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, I was like, okay, I get what you're trying to do, but it's not working because I can tell you're nervous, and I can tell to that shit. Yeah, but you gotta also believe what you're saying. Yeah, he's just saying it to be ridiculous, and I was like, okay, but you're like a fat, not funny guy. So it sounds like these open mics you went to are pretty awful. It sounds like there's no one there that's actually trying to work out material. No, there were some. I mean, I'm only talking about the funny ones, obviously. 
like do they can you get on stage with your notes because yeah. i feel like yeah. that'd be me i'd be like okay hold on no, yeah, yeah you can do whatever you want for i gotta the remember three my, minutes. the rest of my my story like i told you that guy went up and didn't say anything for three <laughs> minutes and the it was la- brilliant the last time i went to the fourth wall there was this guy that had like four pieces of paper like but hey, he like, was on deck. they were full it was almost like you wrote out the jokes yeah where like as me for me like it i just write like, like talking one points. word yeah yeah like this is what you're gonna i'm like oh i know what i'm gonna say with that word and yeah like, you know what i mean mm-hmm. like but this guy had like fucking a transcript and i feel like he didn't even look at it like he mm-hmm. was just trying to, oh i hate those people that have a whole script and then they don't they know they just know the whole thing i think yeah, this guy just set it on the stool next to him and just was talking i think there's it's like a comfort there's thing, two parts yeah. to doing stand-up from what i've scene it's half of the battle is being comfortable on the stage yeah just with the microphone dave mm. Chappelle is really good like if you just watch him he's just like i'm just a dude in mm. front of people with a microphone See, that's what's yeah. so annoying because for so many people that's like the hardest that thing. is the hardest and for me it just comes natural like the last time i was there there was this guy this like little mexican guy and he was like um he was walking out with me and he was just like he was like how many times have you done it and i'm like I, I stopped counting but like it's been inside of a year and he was like, God, he's like, bro, like the first time I went up there, he's like, I looked like Sam Kinison just like running across the stage back and forth <laughs> and back and forth. And he was like, you just like sat on the stool and you were just like talking. And he didn't give me any compliments about my jokes or bits or like maybe a way to improve them. He was just like shocked that I was like, yeah, still like really new and that I could just like be comfortable. It takes a lot to just it's be annoying. in your body, though, yeah. I think for and some people. In and in front of You know people. what you got to do, yeah. though? You got to just not give a single fuck. I'm good at the not giving a fuck thing, but I'm a I'm kind of a spat. And even in my acting, like if I'm doing something on camera, I have to remind myself to like there's some power in stillness because otherwise I'm a spaz. Like I yeah. am like yeah, yeah, and nobody yeah. wants like if you watch all the great like TV shows or like things, people aren't giving like important speeches and like flailing around. You know, I think so. my, yeah, my totally. second set, I I was so energized and like I had just thought of a bunch of premises where I was like, oh my God, I, these, these jokes are amazing. And I was like so excited to get mm-hmm. on stage that I think I was like speed talking at everybody. And But I was having fun. So it, it didn't really matter that nobody was... So, the thing is, the room was like all guys. They're sitting in the way back of the bar. And... You're doing a show for yourself. You gotta go yeah. to the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah, by that time, I'm like, I'm just gonna fucking talk to you people because you have to listen to me for three mi- minutes. And I actually, I was like so into it that the guy was like, hey, 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 your time is up. Get off the stage. Three I was minutes. like, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> I was like, I've, I have a lot more to say, but I'll hand over the mic. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so I think most of the, the battle is just being upstage, okay, comfortable in your own skin. And then you have to get material. Yeah. Some, I mean, I feel like that the stage part's good. I can I don't mind that part, but I've I still I kind of started writing some stuff out. I've had a lot of weird jobs that I'm like, oh, this should be you know like I guess that's where it starts is you just see something you're like, oh, that's fucking funny, and you just kind of mm-hmm. like write off of that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I just started doing this like creative. I was telling you about the artist way. Uh, what uh, Jennifer Jen, Jennifer Fisher actually recommended the book. It's called The Artist Way, and it's like mm-hmm. for anybody creative. It's whether you're a painter or a comedian or an actor, or whatever you do. And it's basically like a, th- a 12 week creative course that kind of just, it's like self guided. Oh, is that the workshop like, book? Yeah, it's like the book that I, for- yeah, I forwarded you the picture of it and just like gives you an opportunity to kind of work on your creativity. And part of that is like daily, I need to like get writing. That. It's like a daily writing thing, which I'm like trying to, to work on, do the mm. writing thing. Yeah. I've noticed that my, um, I'm, I'm giving myself the freedom to be a stoner. 
if that makes sense. Welcome to my life. So, so in high school, I didn't smoke. I did like at the very, like our beach week was really the time that I started smoking. And even then I was kind of like, I only did it when I knew I wasn't going. I kind of did it the same when I would drink. Like, oh, if I'm staying somewhere, I'm not driving. Like I was very responsible about my weed smoking. (laughs) Um, But now that I have like my house and I'm like very comfortable, I'd like, um, I just have a really good living environment where I don't feel like when I come home, I don't have to be quiet. I can just be like, who cares? Because everybody I live with is an artist, so we're all up at all hours. And Except for yeah. the 60-year-old astrologist. No, she's she up at all hours. Yeah, she she's a writer. Yeah, yeah she mm-hmm. keeps weird hours, too. Yeah, she wakes up at like 4 a.m. She doesn't go to bed till 2. It's crazy. Um, well, people don't need as much sleep, though. She's not the 60s old. But the older you get, you legitimately don't need as much sleep. Yeah, but um, so really? I've started yeah. smoking like as much as I think I can take instead of before I was like very like is this an, okay um, I think that's good that's all I need but now I'm like ah so I could do some more and then I'm sort of training myself to sit in the uncomfortableness of being high and I'm like what's it mm, what am I mm, it's totally like trying to be like all in my skin and then I found that I love cereal <laughs> <laughs> the pot, the pot made me come to see. She had a coming to God moment. Come to see. I know. That's a fucking bit, right? right? I was so just like, I get it. It tastes good. You like go it's to the store and buy all of all of the flavors. You kind of are hugging it the whole time. You eat the whole That's my favorite thing to eat when I'm high. I think it is. Yeah. It's, it's like, like universal. Crunch or cereal like, and getting high. Yeah. And now I get it. I'm like, oh, I get staying up late and playing video games and watching certain things because when you're high, it's just like, and I'm, I'm training myself to relax in that way because I am high strung to a degree. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it's good for me to let go and just, yeah, just chill out. Yeah. And yeah. I, I used to like, okay, it's 10 o'clock. I need to go to bed because I need to wake up, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm like, I'm not, I don't care what time it is. I'm going to go to bed and then I'll wake up. At a certain point of night, I try to stop looking at the time and just like kind of focus on like w- how I feel. Yeah. That's you know good. what I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm t- like, oh, am I tired? Yeah, I think so. I'll lay down now. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I will look at the clock and it's like three in the morning. Yeah. And that, or sometimes I'll feel tired and it's like midnight. So mm. just go off like what, you just listen to your body more probably. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's hard when um, you have to work around a job uh, and I try yeah. to go to the gym and stuff. So that is the other side where I'm like, get your shit together. But I am stay, a lot I happier now that, huh? I just, I just stay high the whole time. And then nice. <laughs> well, now that I'm, my gym regimen's a little bit different. I was doing like every five days a week, very strict. My eat, meet, my meals and everything. Now I'm going when I feel I need Listen to. to yeah. I'm eating you know, on the healthy side, but I'm not restricting myself and I'm just like mm-hmm. way more happy in my body. And I, <laughs> I feel like I have a better communication with my body as well because I am in tune and actually being like, what do you need? What's going on over <laughs> yeah, here? Like the, yeah. Another thing that I just found out, I don't know if you guys know about this, but me and Lewis were talking last night. We don't breathe enough oh, as humans. Y- no, no. We, well, okay. I was going to say, when you're high, you usually, it's like a depressant almost. Like, sometimes I'll be smoking. And, oh, I recently, people always say that, like, when they try certain weeds, they get really, like, they get anxiety. So, yeah, certain strains. I, I really So them. I've never, I've sm- smoked for a while. I've never had to, I've never smoked anything that's made me See, have anxiety. That's how I am, this, too. But I've been smoking, uh, like, my pen lately. And then if I smoke flour, I'll smoke it at night. Okay. And the strain that I have right now, it's like, I, I would always notice that I've been smoking for like two weeks now because I bought an eighth of it and I'm not smoking a lot. 
And I notice every night when I smoke it, I like get like this extreme panicked feeling like Mm. restricted, like restricted. And I'm just like, God, I just feel like awful right now. Like I don't feel good. That's some, and then I got to like clean up something and then I'm like, I kind of feel better, but not really. And then I'll smoke more and I'm like, okay. Like people who are prone to like anxiety or to already being in their head for the most part, shouldn't smoke a lot of sativa strains. Mm -mm. Oh, and that's all I smoke. See, that's sativa's definitely good the if you're, upper. If you, if, yeah, yeah, it's like more of an upper. And if you sativas are good for people that are like, it's like, you know, you mm. can like deal. You, you don't, you aren't already innately in your head. But yeah, for someone who's already like a heady person and super analytical and like panicky about stuff, sativa just escalates that. Mm-hmm. But indicas definitely like calm me down. It all just comes down to cannabinoids and. I think it's a sativa that I have right now. Probably. Is it? I think, yeah, it, it tends to sativas tend to get I, you like. If, when yeah. I get really, when I mix smoking sativa and doing something creatively stimula, stimulating, I am like my heart is, re- I am a, like on sugar, like I'm <laughs> or hyped up. And there's there's certain strains like I, like I love Jack Herrera. Like I know that that's one of my like go to strains. But you also you get an intolerance, especially if you like. I've been, I mean, I smoked through high school. But I didn't like really start smoking until I got a little bit older. And, mm-hmm. um, but I've probably been smoking weed regularly for like eight eight years now do you remember what we smoked at your house when you cooked me dinner oh yeah that was i think that was uh i think that was just a nug salad because that i was so fucking high that night and see i also forget this i'm an extreme pothead and i also forget like all i people have to say no to me because i'll just keep smoking because i'm a major pothead and so when other people are not quite that much. My oh, tolerance okay. is not what yours is. So no, I was I definitely like, that. oh, I forget fuck. that sometimes because, and then also like I have to step, you have to kind of step back sometimes or change the restraints or whatever. So you don't, you don't like get used to it because then things stop. You have to smoke more and you have to smoke mm-hmm. more like any other, you know, like if you're taking any other type of drug, I just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd rather smoke marijuana than take any like pharmaceuticals. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, it's recreational and it's enjoyable, but I also have a herniated disc in my back and I feel like that's what I have. Herniated disc. I don't know what I have, but like my back's been fucked up for like two weeks now. Did you, what did you do? Where's it at? Nothing. Lower back? Well, I had spine surgery when I was 17. Oh God. So yeah. that definitely. Yeah. So I've been kind of fucked up for a while, but uh, like I'm, I'm usually totally fine. And I just had this one, it was like two weeks ago when we were going to do that last podcast and I, I worked that Sunday and it was just a rough day. Sometimes it doesn't take anything. You just step off a curb wrong and you like can literally Dude, one time I I remember I was um I was like getting ready for work and I sneezed and I threw my My back back out. out. No, I sneezed and it was like, Oh, I can't move now. Or like the neck. And I was like, And that's what happened last week. That's basically what happened last week. Yeah, Sunday. You threw up and you threw your back out, right? Or was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's not. I don't think that's why I threw my back out. I think it was just a horrible timing coincidence ah. that I was like, oh, no. some. I got really sick, but th- like that Sunday was just like a really hard day at work. No, no. It was one of those fucking days, which Sorry. maybe you had, maybe you haven't. Bartending. Oh yeah. Oh, it was yeah. just one of those days. Dude. Yeah. It was rough. But anyway, like as the day went on, I was like, God, my and back is so and like. And bartending is uh, hard on your back. You're mm-hmm. yeah, physically yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. Overwhelmed. It makes me sound like a complete pussy because I know people that are like in construction, but like. Straight up, like when I'm standing up for that long, it fucking sucks. Mm. And everybody's uh, so when I got, up, I just want to sing. When I got um, in my car, I sat down and I was like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, that fucking hurts. 
And I drove home, and it's like an hour drive. And I remember when I got out of the car, I was like, oh, I can't move right. This sucks. Yeah. And then, like, also I was just feeling sick, and then, like, I don't think the throwing up helped. No, not at and all. And then, like, I woke up Monday, and I'm like, or I texted you at, like, 5 in the morning or 4 in the morning. I'm like, hey, I gotta, like... No, I could I got your text right after Janae's text. It kind, of, works, it kind uh, of worked out, though, because I was like, can we push it back a little bit? She was bit? crampy and, like, not yeah, feeling Yeah, I was having girl either. problems. I was like, I don't... That sucks. So that's but why we missed last week because everybody was in pain. And yeah. I was like, what the hell's going on with everybody? <laughs> We're but I'm here. still in pain. Like, my back hasn't well, I'll, really I'll get you some. I'll get you some salve after I, I make this batch. Okay. I've got, I've got cool. three pounds of weed at my house right now, ready nice. to get turned into some beautiful products. Oh, oh I need to get that face wash some from cl- you. Some cleanser. We got we to gotta wrap this up, though. Yeah. Been, you got other plans? Uh, it's less than, an, less than an hour. Yeah, I got to go. Not go, but gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Sick. Well, this is well. Been thanks fun. for having me, guys. Of course. Yeah, thank you for being on. Um, do you want to quickly plug your stuff again, just so we have? Yeah, it? definitely. Check out Mary Jane Doe Products on Instagram. Uh, the website is www.maryjanedoeproducts, and uh, you can find me on the Insta ham as Janae McDonald. Yay! Ding. Janae Mac. Mick, not Mac. <laughs> Mick, not Mac. Mick, not Mac. MC. Yep. MCND, yes, McDonald, and I don't Not own like I don't own McDonald's. When I was little kids, always used to ask me that. Oh, you should be Janae, not McDonald's. (laughs) Yes, because I'm like bitches. If I own motherfucking McDonald's, you think my ass would be up here in the school with you? Mm -mm. No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, this has been Have a Seat. Yeah, the Have a Seat podcast with Betsy Hayes and Anthony Pacheco. And you can, I realize we haven't been saying you can find us on anywhere that you find podcasts: iTunes, um, Apple, Stitcher. The internet. The internet, basically. Ooh, the internet. Just look up Have a Seat Podcast. I took out that stupid symbol, so it should be easier to search now. Perfect. Um, and also, <laughs> like, find our Instagrams. Mine is at Betsy Not Ross, and Anthony's is Anthony. Anthony Pacheco with two Y's with in the Anthony. Y's. Because Anthony Pacheco was taken. <laughs> That's why I'm Mary Jane Doe Products. Because yeah. there's some bitch named Mary Jane Doe. And that website is just a pot leaf a dancing. Bitch. I, I Google that. I go on that website all the time, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's not hers. <laughs> Stupid pot leaf just winking at me. No. <laughs> that's all that website is. No, that is mine. Oh. The pot leaf that's like, yeah, it, it just takes a second to load, I think. Mm-mm. Because if you look at MaryJaneDoe.com, oh, Mary Jane. oh, it's just a pot leaf winking at you. Oh, then that's not mine. I do have a winking pot leaf. Yeah, I think it's the same one. I don't know how that happened. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. Um, sorry about missing last week, but thank you uh, for coming back thank this week. Thank you to me. our listeners. Yeah. Thank and you, Uncle.